Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. So, you guys, what is the 411? What has everybody been up to? What is the hot gossip? Tell me everything. What are you guys listening to? What's the cool jams? Mom? If you don't mind, I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. Four, five, six. Ah! You want to do something fun? You want to go to Taco Bell? I can't go to Taco Bell. I'm on an all-carb diet. God, Karen, you're so stupid. Ma'am, do you have this in the next size up? Sorry. We only carry sizes one, three, and five. You could try Sears. So if you're from Africa, why are you white? Oh, my God, Karen, you can't just ask people why they're white. That is so fetch. Gretchen, stop trying to make fetch happen. It's not going to happen. And now. I had survived my first three-way calling attack. And with Regina's blessing, I started talking to Aaron more and more. On October 3rd, he asked me what day it was. It's October 3rd. Our feature presentation. Bean has been excited about that for a month, if I know him right. I do enjoy uh, Mean Girls Day, and I will say this, that if I had the opportunity to see the uh, adaptation of Mean Girls to the Broadway stage and I were in New York, I would go see that as well. Well, thanks for letting us know. Okay. They they turned it into a musical. All right. I'm down with that. Okay. I'm going to add that to your bio. I appreciate that. Thank no you. Worries. Morning, everybody. Brand new Kevin and Bean Show. It is Thursday morning, the 3rd of Rocktober. Feels good. Now, look, I get accused of being an alarmist from time to time because... Oh, really? From time to time. You guys sometimes say that I, uh, I, I, I automatically jump to the worst possible scenario. Well, I mean... For the most part, that's because you automatically jump right to the worst case scenario. It's you guys, actually true. It, it you, guys some, you guys sometimes accuse me of, uh, you know, ginning up the facts a little bit to make things seem more dire than they are. And I'm not trying to get all Greta on you here, but I feel like Dave, our producer, is probably dead. And it pains me to say that. I mean, I'm really sad because I consider Dave one of my best friends. Mm-hmm. And known he's, him a long time. Long time. 20 years. Now, why is he dead? And he was so young, and he seemed healthy, and mm-hmm. he's you know, got a lovely uh, lovely uh, young lady he's been dating that he planned on marrying and having a family with, and just, just cut down in the prime of his life. And it's just it's a sad way to what start happened? the show to him. I mean, we don't know the specifics, but it's 538, and he's not here yet. So there are oh, very few so other. He's late. There are very few other possibilities. I, that I know he's always posting from like uh, workout places. Do you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So you yeah. would think he's fit, but maybe he had a heart attack while working out. Oh, that could nice. be. But if, but if he was healthy before he went to the workout place, how could he have a heart attack? It's oh. a good point, Bean. I mean, it never happens because I don't understand how right. how that could happen. But, there would be some warning. But yeah. we can, we should think this through because there are other options. Like maybe he slept through his alarm. What? You what think is- he's slept?ing 
<laughs> Very possible. But what's uh, more likely, that he overslept for work at the in the middle of the goddamn night uh, or that he passed away peacefully in his sleep? Well, I'm going to let everyone else answer yeah, that. Yeah, you tell me. That's what I'm questioning. <laughs> I just feel like R.I.P. Dave. I think we should have – I mean, we didn't know until he didn't show up for work today, but I feel like we, we should put some sort of tribute or something together. Well, this isn't – Are we calling the, yeah, calling we the call, widow? We should call <laughs> Calling the, the widow. widow. <laughs> Chris, I'm so sorry so for your sorry. loss. And how's Rhonda taking it? He had a good run. He did. Yeah. He didn't. He was like 40 or whatever. I don't know oh, how old he was. That's a hard 40. <laughs> hey, what's up? It's Dave. You reached my phone. No. Oh, no. He's right dead. He's right. He's yeah. dead. Yeah. You know, right before you die, you go, oh, I should put my phone to voicemail. <laughs> yeah. No, what happened is that what happened is that Krista wants to save his outgoing voicemail message forever so that she has one last chance to hear his voice whenever she misses him the most. You know what I mean? Or sure. she heard the phone ringing and she's just like, oh, he's dead. Let me just put this to voicemail. <laughs> I don't have to keep hearing it. Or, or he like... fell while working out, cracked his phone, and now it's a broken phone. Oh. It's just like in pieces. He fell so hard. So physically he can't answer it. It's just going to the cloud. Hey, what's up? Yeah. Hey, well, also because he's dead physically. Yeah. Like, right. He is yeah. physically dead. Yeah, he's physically yeah. dead. All right, so does Christina automatically become new producer? Or do we have to no, advertise like the, the job? It's like the Pope. We got to do it's the smoke all signal, meeting, the smoke the meeting. Yeah. we all got to do, you know, votes and all sorts of stuff. I'm not positive the producer of our show is like the Pope. <laughs> the Pope pretty much is in his own little thing. What's your favorite Dave memory? Um, favorite I have one if you want me to get started. Sure. Dave came to visit me. He, Dave has always come to visit me at my various places that I've lived. God bless him. And uh, he came up to visit me with his girlfriend, Krista, one time uh, it, in Seattle, at the Seattle house, and threatened the entire weekend that they were going to have sex in my house and mm. freaked me out because... Why? Bad form. You don't go to somebody's house for the weekend and have sex in their house. And I was very clear about that before I extended the invitation for them to come up. This is a no-sex zone, Okay. That's, I mean, yeah, that's you sad. live there. Tom's like, thank God. <laughs> that's that's sad. That includes me. But my point is, you guys agree with me that that's a terrible thing to do. No, you, no, you it's would not. never you do that. Weirdo, no. You just wash the sheets and don't think about it. You would go to somebody else's house for the weekend and perform that act. That's that act in their, the under act. their roof. Stop talking about it like that act <laughs> under God. their roof. It's just sex. You, uh, you, I feel like you're Catholic. It's so natural. I mean, there's so much act. shame. Yeah. In not all. my house. You've it's got not to be Catholic. <laughs> you do it. Look, you know how you don't like to poop at work. Jackson? Yeah, I know well, that. you shouldn't. You shouldn't have sex in somebody else's house either. That should be something for you. That should be safe for your own house or your own hotel room. <laughs> wow. I mean, I have strong feelings. Technically, I did have. Ralph over for a New Year's Eve party about mm -hmm. 15 years ago, mm -hmm. and he had sex in our bathroom. We had to burn the house down. <laughs> well, that's, that's my point. If you don't have to burn the house down. Yeah. All right. How about you guys? Any favorite Dave memories? Or have you already forgotten him? I, all I remember <laughs> is that we used to argue about him going to Vegas 75,000 times and how he would tell us that he could drive it. In like an hour and a half. Right. Yeah. And we were like, no, you, no one can drive it in an hour and a half. That's Doesn't really matter what kind of car you have. No, and then he goes, I could if I had a Sebring. <laughs> like he picked yeah. out that specific, yeah. as if the that's. The Chrysler Sebring is the one that'll get him there. Yeah. Uh, like that's, that's a high performance car that will help him. My favorite Dave memory is that we have an ad that runs in the morning that talks about 
um, helping people with AIDS. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. And it's like a great, it's like a charitable ad. Mm-hmm. It's like a great ad. And then in it, it, it talks about how it's easier to um, treat it now. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. That it's like, it doesn't even get detected. And you're like the Magic Johnson thing. Mm-hmm. Right. And I, from what I understand, Dave then commented, uh, I mean, do you, I think Muggs has a good impression of it. Oh, that's good that you can't get AIDS anymore. <laughs> no, he didn't. Yeah, yeah. But, like serious. Yeah. <laughs> that's insane. Yeah. All right, one more time. Then we got to, unfortunately, move on with our first uh, post-Dave show. Yeah. Right, start planning, you know, the memorials. Right, right. right. Hmm. Can we ask Paramore to play the funeral? <laughs> it wouldn't hurt to ask. Oh, man. Leave a message. That's it. What would happen if we played Paramore next and Dave didn't tweet about it? Oh, this would be the time to do <laughs> like, it. What he would, be would happen? Yeah. yeah. That would be the time. And, and also, every time we play Paramore, which is a couple times a day, and it's yeah. always the same song because I believe they only have one. They just made the one single yeah. before they broke up, yes. Um, Dave tweets about it, and I've got to think whoever runs their account has to be like, this dude is weird. Oh, he's been blocked. He's definitely at least blocked. muted. At least yes. muted. At least muted. Yeah. All right. R.I.P. Dave. Yep. All right. Mm. All right. Let's talk about today's Kevin and Bean show, shall we? Sure. I can't believe this. I thought this was going very badly. I didn't say it was going well. I just said let's talk about it. Still okay. early. R.J. Bell's on the program today. He's got a lot of explaining to do. He's got picks for week five of the NFL. Uh, do we trust him? Should we? Do we bother? I mean, he was eight and one before last which week, which is high, which is which fiery is crazy. High. crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, what yeah, happened yeah. last week? Uh, last week he was less than that. He actually got more. One, two. How many picks does he make? Three. Three. He got three picks wrong. <gasps> oh, that's a hundred percent. It's right. an over. Yeah. Oh no. So do we just You're cut a him loser. out? Cut him out. I no. mean, I think we have to have a talk with him, and if he doesn't send change, him, send him to hang out with Dave. Yeah. Is that what we do? <laughs> Puppy oh, Lake. <laughs> Jensen has to get up on this mm-hmm. on the program today. Mm-hmm. Um, you follow an ex on social media. You're mm-hmm. not over an ex is what that's what we call it also. Yeah, okay. You're not over them. You're just, I, you, you still love them. But couldn't you follow them and not be, of course be, you could. If, be nope. over them? Nope. Of course you could if you were a mature nope. adult. Yeah, if you're immature yes, you and you could. don't want to just cut ties, it's a great thing to do. Wow. <laughs> nice. Yeah, this is going to go. And uh, one of our favorite people in the world, Rob Cordry, will join us Woo-hoo. in studio as well. We'll take a break. We will come back with what's happening next. This is the Kevin and Bean Show on K Rock. Thought that went perfectly. <laughs> Timing of it was good. Mm-hmm. I was well, happy with it. Look, the, the few of us that are still left alive have to try harder, you guys. It's not gotta, six. It's not six. Yeah. It's just tough to get over something that intense that yeah. quickly. By the way, this tape is going to sound awful if he actually does turn up dead. People are going to be like, you guys are assholes. How, how could you be so flippant about it? Uh, R.I.P. Dave. All right, Allie, time for our uh, first post-Dave look at what's happening here on this Thursday morning Kevin Bean Show. A smashing Pumpkins frontman Billy Corgan has announced a solo U.S. tour. What? No one wants that. He uh, he reveals <laughs> plans that he's going to play some songs uh, spanning across his multiple projects. So he's going to do Smashing Pumpkins, Zwan, his solo work, all, all sorts of stuff, you guys. Hmm. 12 date run begins November 4th here in Los Angeles and then goes across cities like Nashville and New York. But he is playing three shows here in L.A. on November 4th, 5th, and 6th. At the Lodge Room. So tickets go on sale this Friday. Uh, forgive me, what's the Lodge Room? That's what room? I was going to ask. It is a place where he will be playing, I believe it's in Eagle Rock. 
The lodge okay. room. Okay. Is it like a like a like a VFW hall or something? <laughs> I, hope, uh, I hope not for his sake, because that's a big fall from grace. <laughs> no, well, I mean, because he does he, like you, you know, he plays the Staples Center with the Smashing Pumpkins. It sounds like this. No, is it's a, a very tiny place. Tiny for venue, sure. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I think most of these are going to be tiny venues. Hmm. Yeah, I don't think he's going to sell out the forum doing a solo no. tour. I, no. I will tell you what's fun about Billy. And by the way, he does have some good solo music, some. Mm. But he has some. But he he has fascinating choices in covers. When you go see him, he, he does Stairway to Heaven, you know, he does Bowie songs. Brick and, House. Yeah, I don't know about Brick House, but <laughs> Talking Heads. I mean, he just has all sorts of crazy stuff, which I think is it's always fun to see somebody do a set like that that's, you know, just not... All the hits. Yeah, all the time. when I've heard Billy Corgan perform alone, I'm like, you know what this dude needs? <laughs> Stairway to Heaven. <laughs> really, I need something super crowd. long, kind of boring at times. <laughs> right. Need ah. super talent to pull it off. Oh, he's got the voice, man. He's got the voice to make that come alive. Okay. He's practically Robert Plant. Right. Lodge room is in Highland Park. Okay. okay. For everybody that wants to go. And it is the VFW Hall. That's confirmed. Uh, it is not. It's okay. You know, it's small, Eagles Lodge. Small venue. So you okay. can see, like, a big artist, a small venue. During the day, they have a rotary meeting, and they, then, they and then it's Billy Corgan's show. Clear it out quickly. Mm-hmm. And then a puppet show. Oh, yeah, the puppet show's on the next day. <laughs> there is something there uh, on Monday, the 21st, called Mr. Creepypasta Storytime. <laughs> um, I don't know what it is, and I need to go. It sounds amazing, actually. <laughs> Mr. Creepypasta Storytime. <laughs> That's on the 21st, so... If you want to see Billy Corgan, maybe get a twofer. Yeah. Yeah. That's worth it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Uh, guys, Alamo Draft House is doing something kind of different. They're being very candid about the movie Joker. The company, which operates 40 theaters coast to coast, told parents the movie is not for kids and has, quote, overall bad vibes. This is in a pace, uh, Facebook post uh, confirmed by an Alamo representative. They put, parental warning, this is not a joke. Joker is rated R, and for good reason. There's lots of very, very rough language, brutal violence, and overall bad vibes. I mean, that's consistent with the feeling you get when you watch the trailer, which is just, it is yeah. very unsettling and unpleasant. It's dark. But mm-hmm. I think they're, they're talking to parents that maybe just see the word Joker. And are like, I'm bringing oh, my kids. Right. And they wrote, it's a gritty, dark, and realistic taxi driver-esque depi- depiction of one man's descent into madness. It's not for kids, and they won't like it anyway. There's no Batman. <laughs> so, <laughs> I think they're being as clear as possible. Don't bring your kids to this. And yet, people will bring their kids to that. They sure will. 100% Always will. Yeah. Opens up this Friday. Who's going Friday? Me. Who's going Saturday? Me. Sunday? <laughs> I knew it. Oh. Not allowed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, um, I think it's wise for them to put that word out there that it's not for children because you're absolutely right, Allie. People will just think it's part, it's another Batman movie. Yeah. Or like Endgame or whatever. But like, again, I think like those... pe- people that don't pay attention to anything, mm-hmm. they really need to be told that. Like, there's uh, yeah, nothing yes. about. Have you been out in the world? I'm saying there's nothing about the Joker, this movie, the trailer, the talk, the interviews, the everything that's been going on that says it's going to be. But you a just nice said one. people who don't pay attention to anything. Yeah, and famous child uh, actor Mark Maron's in it. Like kids love Mark <laughs> Maron. <laughs> they love long-standing political rants, facial hair. They love that. Sure. Okay. Can you imagine a kid going to that movie and just being so pumped? <laughs> Where's Batman? This sucks, Mom. And she's just like, you be quiet. I hope Mr. Uh, Creepypasta is in it. 
We need to go see that, don't we? Wouldn't that be a twist? Yeah. We really need to go see that. Oh, we tried Dave again? Yeah. I mean, just in case. One more. Just if his phone is still, you know, hasn't been disconnected yet. Mm-hmm. I'm, I've just opened up one of those Facebook rest in peace pages. Okay. So okay. people can leave comments. Because Krista would have turned the phone off. Why pay for an extra phone if he's gone? Hey, what's up? Uh, Dave, you reached my cell phone. Mm. Leave a message. Bummer. <sighs> The saga continues. It's yeah. going to be a tough day, you guys. It is, man. I'm, on, I'm kind of tearing up a little bit. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> Define kind of. I mean, I'll, I'll be all right. I'll get over it. Don't I'll tell you one thing I know he didn't die of. AIDS doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> Can't get it. Can't get it Can't anymore. Get it. Heard a great man say that. Oh, rest Not my in fault. Peace. Well, yeah, it kind of is. Um, so this is an interesting story. They're saying one of the reasons Disney and Sony finally came to terms over the use of Spider-Man was due to personal pleas from the actor Tom Holland. Is that right? Sources I need say, the job. Help. <laughs> I like money. Sources say the star made multiple appeals to Disney chairman and CEO Bob Iger and Sony film chairman Tom Rothman for them to reach a resolution. The Hollywood Reporter said yesterday that as a result, after several weeks, where it seemed like Holland's version of the character would no longer interact with characters in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, the two companies reached that deal to co-produce not only a third Sony Spider-Man movie, but for Holland to appear in one more Disney production. What if a 23-year-old young man was like, I got this. Everybody stand down. Let me make some calls. That would be huge. Yeah, that's kidding. very cool, actually. That's very cool. I love it. I also, love it imagine so him, like, he gets handed that role and he kills. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then everyone like, loves him. I don't know. We're arguing over it. There may be, you know, not... Not many more. So he's like, oh, come on, man. I just yeah. got a superhero. And he's <laughs> I was a superhero for one, one movie. He's so young. He probably still remembers, like, when he had to put on, like, a class, like, debate type thing. So he wrote it down, like, okay, here's what I had to do in Furthermore. school. Furthermore. And here's in my thesis. Yeah. And he totally did it like he would in front of the class. And then he had a diorama as How well. How old is he? 23. It's amazing. I mean, that's, yeah, that's young. Uh, yeah, that's young. Why does he mean like go he, to the heads of studios? Yeah, it's true. He even looks younger than that. He does. Yeah. He's a little Doogie Howser esque. And he's a doctor. Correct. A lot of people don't know that. That's true. You're correct. Helps me with my Some, spleen. Uh, hmm? He helps me with my spleen. Oh. What's wrong with your spleen? Is that I a mean, Spider-Man joke? Seems like we're going deep into the improv of it, but mm-hmm. I was just... <laughs> oh, I wasn't sure if it was like a Spider-Man reference. No, no, like no, someone no. had a bad spleen and he's uh, like, five seconds I'll until we go that on the air, Oh, no, five okay. seconds. All right. Some birthdays for you. Gwen Stefani, Tommy Lee, Tessa Thompson, Lena Headey, Sean William Scott, and Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Oh. Right? Yeah. He's like my best friend. He's your best friend? Yeah. You met him that one time. I right. met him once and he was like, hey, you want a picture? And I'm like, yeah. So... So, I mean, that sounds like best friends. Yeah. That's what's happening. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K Rock. Good news. The King of Mexico uh, texted us from his grave and oh. um, said he got, that he's, he got cell service six feet under. Yeah. He wasn't dead yet. And he climbed back out. He's on his way in. Oh, good. good. How about that? So I was wrong again when I assumed that because he wasn't here at 530, he was probably dead. Right. One day you're going to get it right, though. One day. Mm-hmm. But you're going to have to keep doing it, it soon <laughs> for the rest of your life. All right. Uh, for the next feature, the answer is beer mug. Well, we don't know that yet. No, know. but I'm just saying. We don't know that. We're playing a game that we like to call, Who's the Dick? It's probably beer mug, but let's let's leave the man out. Let's see what he has to say. 
So I take my uh, kid to the park uh, two days ago. That beer mug's the dick. Come on, I got right? it. It's okay. okay. And it's a very wonderful park. Um, and a lot of the uh, bench. Is it a big park? Like, okay, is there a lot okay. of grass? We don't want details, Kevin. <laughs> don't take me out of this. Uh, and a lot of older um, Russian Jews. Not like the Orthodox Jews, but they sit there and play chess. But um, I was there on Tuesday. And mm-hmm. Orthodox Jews were walking through the park uh, with a shofar, which is a red. Oh, that's lovely. That's so lovely what, now. That's but. what they blow uh, when they welcome in the Jewish New Year of okay. Rosh Hashanah. It's a less fun Ricola. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, got it. <laughs> so. That's oh, not that, that one's got that's, some. That's like the ska version. Yeah. Right. Skills. <laughs> so, okay, now, f- forgive me, and I'm, I'm not interrupting to be, a, to, to be myself a dick. I just uh, want a clarification, because you made a point of saying the Russian Jews, but then you said Orthodox Jews are also walking through. Is there a reason why you differentiate between those yes, things? Yes, because okay. the older Russian Jews are like old men. They're playing chess. They're, they're not wearing any of the traditional uh, Orthodox attire, garb, yeah. Or, yeah, garb and the attire. So, okay. What's the, the Orthodox Orthodox between Orthodox and Hasidic? Uh, they're, they're the same. I, Basically, it's basically okay. the same. The, so they the could be Hasidic Jews. Listen, let me just anyway. Let me just say this to our audience: um, if we're getting something wrong about the Jewish yeah. faith, it's, Muggs is our leader no, here. No, no, this yeah. particular I've never claimed to be a, a Jew, like a good Jew, because I'm terrible. <laughs> I got, I, I have <laughs> tattoos, I bacon. I mean, I've just veered off the path of. You're a terrible Judaism. Jew and I, a terrible human. Yes. Just for the record, I do think there's a slight difference. But anyway, point is, they're very dedicated yeah, to their right, religion, dedicated. both of okay. them. Yeah. yeah. So uh, the Hasidic Jews were uh-huh. walking through the park blowing the show. I thought they were Orthodox. <laughs> okay, <laughs> God damn it! He says it with disgust too. Uh, he's such a self-hating Jew. So the Orthodox Jews. Listen, who's playing poker? <laughs> Dog dogs. No, it's a bunch dogs. of dogs. Yeah. Chess. Chess. Okay. The Hasidic Jews are walking around, and their kids are like 13, 14, offering blessings. Okay. So they walk up to the, one of the older men. Uh, and blow the sharp shofar for them, and sit. And, there it is. <laughs> Do they take requests? By the way, if you wanted to hear, like, baby got back, could they play it? Maybe a little Herb Albert. I don't know. A little real big fish. <laughs> so, Herb Albert is a good polo. <laughs> yeah, indeed, so, a great example. So anyway, fourteen-year-olds always listen to Herb Albert. They're going around, and I have, I have my daughter. My daughter is like intrigued by this. She's like. Daddy, what's that? And I was trying to explain. Oh, it's oh what a oh, great that, that, teachable moment right. as a parent. So, baby, that's a Jew. <laughs> I know we hide them from you, but they're out in the wild. They're here. So the Hasidic Jews are playing checkers. <laughs> Chess. Are the Russians. Chess. Russians are playing checkers. Yeah, I'm okay. standing there, and they come up to me. And the first thing one of the kids says is Shana Tova, which is Happy New Year, Happy New Year in, in Hebrew. Right. And I... Like, you know, knowing a little bit of, like, being bar mitzvah back in the day, and I know what that means, I was able to recite it back to him. I said, Shadat Tovah. So far, it sounds like a very pleasant yeah. and amicable mm-hmm. encounter. Yeah. yeah. So then... How he... is anyone a dick in this particular Hold story? Hold on. Yeah. 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 Here we go. Okay. Right. So then the kid asked, would you like to receive a blessing? Now, what does that mean? It, it appears to be something very common when I lived near Fairfax and Beverly and mm-hmm. stuff. Like, it, it, there are people, mostly kids, walking around, and then they, they have you hold certain things that are part Whoa. of the tradition. And, Whoa. And, and they... They don't take you to their car, do they? No. No. And they, no, no. no. It's definitely, okay, it just not, pray, they just pray together. It's like it, they okay, have right. a small prayer, yeah. So, in other words, they're trying to spread the joy of their religion yes. at this holy time of year to everyone. They're trying yes. to do a mitzvot, which is a good deed. Yes. As well. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sounds good so far. So... I had my daughter there. They asked me. How did she like it? 
uh, she, I mean, she was kind of like, didn't know what was going on. But when he asked me that, I quickly responded, I'm okay, thanks. And wait, what's the, I, I'm, they I, just want to share yeah. joy with you? Yeah. Would you like a blessing? Yeah. And no. you said, I'll pass. I'm okay, all thanks. filled up. Right. I'm yeah, good. And, and, I'm so blessed. And, and, and I have too much good in I my know, life. I need to shed some of the good. You guys, this weighed on me very heavily. But why do for you for the think, next five hours? Why do you think you said that? Because it would have been a sweet thing for Evie to see. Even. Absolutely, mm-hmm. and it would have learned a little bit about her culture. Absolutely, but I don't understand how the blessing works. So, had you said yes, is yes. this the same as um, when you ask someone to pray for you because you have a sick relative or uh, something except like that? It would that? be in front of you. You'd yeah. be doing it. It'd with be them. in front of you, and they'd have you recite a little prayer yes. with them. Is it so long? You would, no, not, no. I mean, it's, it's really a, short. I, in like, my opinion, it's a little too long to just like do with sure, a stranger. Of course. But it's yeah. not that long. No, it's not that long. So. Yeah, and I mean, would you have to come up with something? I guess is no, my no, they okay. need me on everything. So you're just supposed to I say just that. Stand there. And, oh, and just repeat what they and, say. So and you then, said no. I'm good. Well, here's the thing. So, so after the prayer, they blow the shofar for about five minutes. <laughs> and <laughs> so <laughs> to try to alleviate my guilt, I think part of me said I'm okay. Thanks, is because I didn't know how Evie was going to react with the the shofar because. When we were watching, when they were doing it originally, they were, like, way down the park. So we were watching from a distance. Look, I'm not a model parent, but it seems like that's a teachable moment. It Look, seems like she... I do like the idea. He's like, oh, my kid could have been scared of the show. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. That's what I tried to I know that's myself. what you're saying. So the question is, I guess, yeah. is beer bug or would anyone have been a dick if a if a 13-year-old Orthodox Jew came up and offered a blessing I to thought... turn that person down? Is that a dick move? I'd I like thought to... they were Hasidic. <laughs> Are, <laughs> I thought they were Russian. They were playing Monopoly, right. okay? <laughs> um, no, but, but also you have to take into account Beer Mug is Jewish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's, that's an important part of it. Mm-hmm. And his daughter is there. But I think and she's you can pray wondering. for you. Anyone can pray for you. It doesn't matter whether yeah. you're right, a but I think but you're the more likely to. Yeah, it's the new year. You're supposed to celebrate. Yeah. It's just like, yeah. That's why they're out there. This, no, you know what? I'm good. I don't need. This weighed on me so much, you guys. So I what did the guy do? What did the kid do? He said, okay. And and he went to the 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 next, like, older guy, uh-huh. and he gave him the Did blessing. you see him cry, or did he hide his tears <laughs> from you as he walked away? Yeah. yeah it, I felt terrible. I So much so that five hours later, I called Mama Muggs up and to, to, like, to talk about How's it. How's that going to help anything? And she immediately, the first thing she said, oh, yeah, you should feel guilty. You should have, like, there's no downside. You should have accepted it. Yeah, there's no it. downside. And um, so anyway... I should have because it would have been a great teachable moment, like yeah. you said, Kevin. Mm-hmm. Um, regardless, after <laughs> is that <laughs> played some Herb Albert while we, while we wrap this up? That's it. Well, so I your excuse is that you did it for your daughter's benefit because you thought she'd be afraid of it, but in reality, also, you were just uncomfortable with a stranger praying. And for also, you. too, I was like standing in the middle of the park, and like there's just a bunch of people around, and it, it would have been all eyes on me, I think, and I didn't want to, I didn't want to be. He doesn't want to be seen with juice. But is that what it is? Dude, if they start playing this, that would right? be that would be fresh. Happy New Year, Juice. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so So who's the dick? Well, what are you gonna do next Tuesday? Look. What are you gonna do next Tuesday? Well, I think oh well, I'm gonna repent because it's Yom Kippur. Yeah, it's the Jewish yeah. Day of Atonement. It's yes. the holiest day. You can atone for this. And, and now I'm gonna walk to all my gigs on weekends on Fridays and Saturdays. I was not going to happen You're at all. Committing? <laughs> yeah. Not going to happen at all. Uh, next uh, next Tuesday, I will see you. <laughs> oh, you're going to atone as well, Bean? 
What just happened? Next Tuesday, I was. See, trying to scare. Oh, oh, he's... oh got it. See, so because so dumb. Oh, wow. What are you gonna do next? Oh, okay. that was that was a stretch. <laughs> Mugs is the day. Oh. Kevin and Bean on K Rock. K R O Q. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. This day in history with old man Ruben. It's 1950 and I'm reading the Sunday paper looking for the Sears Robux pullout for this bra model I loved. And I accidentally stumbled onto the funny pages. I mean, I'm not one for comics. There are just too many words for me. But one of the panels caught my eye. It was about a dog and a bunch of kid losers and it was named after my favorite fruit, peanuts. Some dude named Charles Schatz or Schutz or whatever debuted the brand new comic and it was hilarious. These kids had one-liners, footballs that were hard to kick, and one little doofus with a blankie. And this dog. Man, this dog. He was even funnier than Spuds McKenzie. I stopped reading it after a year because I used the paper as firewood to keep me warm, so I'm not sure what happened to it. But maybe look up the old ones on Facebook or whatever you kids do. You might laugh. And I still have all the cutouts of that bra model, too, if you ever want to borrow them. See, because Ruben is old. He's old. He's not. It's creepy. Not young. <clears throat> he sure has seen a lot of history happen, though, he hasn't has. he? Yeah. All right. Thursday morning here on K Rock. Jensen, what you got for us? Uh, it's get up on this. We're going to get you up on something spooky. Wait, what? For the month of October is meant to be scary. So Jensen's going to get you up on something new. And it's Halloween time. Let's all scream boo. Get up on this. It's time to get up on this. Get up on this. You don't want to miss. Get up on this. It's pure horror bliss. Get up on this. It's time to get up on this. Wow. I am intrigued. Uh huh. Special a intro. Huh? I love it. It's officially October, which means the season of spooky is upon us. So I'm sorry, I... it's officially what, Jensen? Oh, uh, excuse me. It's officially Rocktober. Thank you. Thank you. So I've decided that this entire month. Every single week for Get Up On This, mm-hmm. I will be getting you up on three different horror movies that I don't think most people have seen. Fantastic. It's a perfect way for me to do less work over the next four weeks. Excellent. <laughs> All right, let's get ready for the first installment. I do want to encourage people to view along. It's only 12 movies. You can watch them over the month, right? Sure. Mm-hmm. Especially since if you think you've missed one, I mean, everyone wants to see a new horror movie. Sure, of course. First one is released back in 2015, and it's a movie that is directed, written by, and features actor Joel Edgerton. Mm-hmm. You guys like that guy? Yes. yes. He's tremendous. He yeah. is tremendous. I think he should be working in basically every film. But the ones that I am most attracted to are the ones that he's controlling. I think he's one of the better up-and-coming filmmakers. Yeah, totally. Uh, and so uh, this one is called The Gift. Do you guys know well, about Sorry, Great movie. I didn't know. With we, Jason Bateman. Great movie. We do know about it because Kevin hung up on Joel Edgerton as he was promoting this on our show. I did? Yep. I remember that. Well, that's I mean, true. that seems uh, easier for him to forget about. Yeah, saw it. <laughs> saw it and loved it. It's so good. Uh, it stars Jason Bateman, Rebecca Hall, and Allison Tolman, and tells the story of Simon, uh, played by Bateman, who moves into a new house and a neighborhood with his wife, right? And they run into an old acquaintance from his youth who seems not only have mysterious gifts for them, but is keeping quite a secret. 
Okay. And he's creepy as hell. And he's creepy as hell. An unfinished business from his childhood, you'd assume. Edgerton is, uh, Edgerton is almost unrecognizable uh, as Gordo. Mm-hmm. It's the name of the character. <laughs> and if you're a fan of movies like Hand That Rocks the Cradle or Good Son or like um, uh, Sleeping with the Enemy, this is in your wheelhouse. You'll yeah. love that sort of like I'm scared in my own home vibe. Yeah, you know, great. nothing feels comfortable. Most importantly, hour and 48 minutes. Uh, it's got a spectacular twist so ending. it's only 20 minutes too long for you? No, I'm fine with a good movie that's 148. I'll live in it. Uh, it really messes with the viewer. Imagine the creepy kid from your high school coming back to have some questions for you in your adulthood. Here's a clip of Bateman and his wife who've come home to see a school of koi fish in their outside pond. And uh, there's a note uh, from Gordo explaining that it's a gift. Well, we have to thank him this time. <laughs> for what? Coming onto our property without asking? No. This is not troubling to you? I, I really don't think that he meant it to be troubling. He wouldn't see it like that. He just, he just thinks he's giving us some fish. You know, they used to call him weirdo in school. Gordo the Weirdo. That's it. That's a good movie. Terrifying, scary movie. Uh, So that's my first one. That's The Gift with Jill Edgerton and Jason Bateman. Okay. Second pick. This week is the movie Unfriended. Do you guys know about Unfriended? Mm -hmm. Do you see it? Mm -hmm. It's so good. Mm -hmm. And no one has seen it. At least not enough. I don't think I've seen it. Not enough people have seen it. It's a 2014 found footage horror movie produced by the almost never miss Blumhouse company. So you know it's going to be good. Mm -hmm. The movie is completely seen through the lens of a computer screen, right? So it's almost like a screencast. So you see just what you see, you know just what you would see in a computer. That seems challenging. It's it's a little tough. You yeah. watch as a Skype conversation between high school classmates unfold, right? And it becomes terrifying when a mysterious person joins the call. It's an account, and the problem is, is that it's someone using a uh, girl from their high school's account who was bullied and committed suicide the prior year. Oh. Okay? You won't recognize anyone in the movie, which is good, because you want to sort of engulf yourself in the format more than anything. Like you said, it's a little startling. Uh more more important than anything else? Hour 23 minutes. <laughs> Excellent. I know some of you might get annoyed. I would argue more important. It's the most than important. Than anything else. Most important okay, thing, right. right. Uh, you might get annoyed by the format, but I want you to stop whining because it gets very good and it has a nice ending. Let's listen to a clip. Uh, what are you guys doing? Did you guys buy your tickets two weeks ago like I asked you? No. Which seats are better, balcony or orchestra? <laughs> hey, Mitch, who's your buddy? Who is that? I just tried to hang up on him. Can we get rid of this person? I don't know. Is this here the whole time? It's just probably a glitch. Well, the glitch just typed. Who is doing this? This is Laura's account. Who would hack into a dead girl's account? Maybe it's Laura. All right. good. Yeah. Did you see Unfriended 2? Well, I was going to say, I'm not getting you up on Unfriended 2 Dark Web, but it's worth watching if you're just sort of bored. But Unfriended 1 is better. Uh, But it is a guilty pleasure. Uh, Get up on it. That is my second one. Okay, Unfriended number two. Third and final pick of the week is Trick or Treat, which I mentioned on the air yesterday and got a lot of blank stares from everyone, and that offended me. (laughs) It is a Halloween classic. I wondered why you went to HR right after work yesterday. Well, I had to. I had to write it down. It was released in 2007. Writer-director Michael Doherty, who recently made the Christmas horror movie Krampus, which was pretty funny. Yes. Uh, And also, he made Godzilla King of Monsters, which was a a movie we talked about a lot here. This was what kind of put him on the map. It's an anthology horror movie, meaning there are a few different stories told 
sprinkled throughout it, right? And they don't really connect, but they're small elements linking them together. Mm-hmm. Uh, a movie called Creep Show was sort of the thing that put that kind of style for horror movies on the map. Sure. Now, a lot of people may recognize imagery from the movie because it's been the focus of those scare zones and like mazes and Halloween Horror Nights, but people haven't seen the movie. It's just like, it's just scary imagery. It stars Dylan Baker, Anna Paquin, Leslie Bibb, Brian Cox, all great people. Uh, the only thing that connects the four different stories is a character named Sam. Now, you might recognize Sam. He's a mysterious trick-or-treating child. He wears dirty, footy, orange pajamas and a burlap sack over his head. It's almost like they use him on T-shirts at Hot Topic, but it's so good. And he appears in the movie every time someone breaks a Halloween tradition. The movie was originally delayed for two years for many reasons. One of them, a lot of dead children in it, and I think the studio had problems <laughs> marketing it. Yeah, very difficult. Uh, but this, to me, I don't understand how it's not a given for every Halloween. It's almost a Christmas story for Halloween. Like, this should be the thing everyone watches. More importantly, the most important part, hour 22. That is the most important <laughs> it's part. It's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Let's listen to a small clip from the trailer of the great Philip Baker explaining Halloween to that fat kid from Bad Santa. This is the one night that all sorts of things roam free. Sorry. Ian? Yeah, it's great. Those are the three movies this week. Again, The Gift, Unfriended, and Trick or Treat. It's the first week of Halloween movies. Forget up on this. You can see all of them. It would be fun to watch them together. And you can check out which ones I'm picking at krock.com, where all of our get up on this are listed. But most importantly, the spooky ones. Next week, three other Halloween scary movies to get you up on. Until then, here's the new theme again. Get up on this. That was Get Up On This. Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-Rock. We got into a discussion very near the end of the show yesterday. Allie, how did this come up where we started talking about following your ex on social media? Um, I talked about a woman named Susan Trombetti. She's a matchmaker. And she was talking about what it really means if your ex still follows you on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And she said a lot of people think it's about keeping tabs on them. They have residual feelings. So you want to keep tabs on your ex-boyfriend, ex-girlfriend. Um, but then it brought up all different conversations like, oh, no, I just I feel like if I unfollow them, then they'll think that I still care because I unfollowed them. If I just keep following them, it doesn't matter. Or it could just be that you forgot. Yeah, I mean, I would say that's probably 80%. That could be a lot of it. But that brought up, whoa, a conversation because Jensen Uh has very... Very wrong, serious wrong feelings opinion. about no, this. I have very correct Very opinions. wrong opinions. I, I am under the absolute knowledge that keeping someone in your life in any way, shape, or form when you guys have broken up is just dumb. And it shows that you haven't developed enough to move on fully. Insane. Insane. The opposite is true. No. The fact that you can keep them in their life and it isn't a problem shows that you have matured out of that relationship and now they can be friends because, look, maybe you didn't work as a couple. Doesn't mean they're bad people. Doesn't mean you can't still have a lot in common with them. Still see them, still hang out, still have fun, still be but, in touch online. But that's a whole different thing. Yeah, by You're the way, still whoa. hanging out, having fun with ex-girlfriends? No, I'm on, saying dude. you can, but, I mean, that's even... You really uh, can. Even, even if you want to take all of that... Well, maybe maybe you can't control yourself, Jensen. No, it's not 
not even Most close to what it is. Can. Maybe I can one hundred percent. I could one hundred percent. What I'd like to do is respect the new person I'm with, mm-hmm. or allow myself to have enough self uh, growth in order to say to myself that didn't work. It's time to go find something that is important to me, and that can I can nurture myself rather than let uh, these people from my past live rent free in my brain. Whether whether I'm still thinking about them romantically or just trying to figure out the pr- pancakes they ate for breakfast, it's knowledge I don't need. And but, and by the way, every generation before us didn't have it. Just because you have a wife doesn't mean you can't still be friends I, online with an ex-girlfriend. I'm not saying that it's that number one, she doesn't care. Number two, I which she doesn't, but I'm saying I it is not needed. There's no need for you to know what the steps of your past are doing at this current moment. So you have too many friends as part of Oh, the that's absolutely true. <laughs> too many friends. But almost, almost <laughs> unconnected. But the truth is I don't need the new friend. I, they were supposed to be something in my life, a romantic partner. Uh-huh. That did not work out. I appreciate them. I thank them. And much like Marie Kondo does to a T-shirt, looks at them, respects it throws it away. But aren't there millions of relationships where the couple, even in some cases, mutually agrees, we are not a good romantic fit, but you're a nice person and I'm a nice person. Let's just be friends. Doesn't that happen all the time? I'm not saying not to do that. I think my focus is on social media Mm -hmm. and the idea that you, and by the way, I don't think, your definition of friends seems to be different. You're like going to the movies with them and and touching hands in the popcorn. I'm saying, I'm saying eliminate all that. Let's just stick it strictly, let's just stick it strictly to social media. In the scenario that I just laid out, hey, you're a great girl, I'm a great guy, but we just don't, we don't fit romantically. Let's just be friends, even though we have been dating. That is very mature. Wouldn't those people then still, wouldn't it make sense for them to be, treat each other like all their other friends and be, follow each other on social media? They weren't friends. They were yes, romantically friends. And now like, they're friends. They aren't but friends, that though. Shift, that doesn't happen. That, that, but they became friends when they decided they weren't a romantic fit. How often do you think that happens, Bean? That often. both of no. them agree mutually, yeah, it's definitely not working. It's rent-free, bro. It's but sitting in your have- brain. We could be great friends. Yeah, that rarely happens. I would say maybe five percent of the time, there's always one person that thought it would work out. But let's say it even does. Let's say that both of them have Mm -hmm. a a healthy relationship with the breakup, and oh yeah, he's a good guy, she's a good girl, you know, whatever. Point is, why do you need to know everything they're doing? I don't. I know. What is what is the reasoning to even be like? Oh, he's looking pretty buff these days. Like or or like oh, there's his mom. She was a cool woman. Like none of that. What's the reason to follow any of your friends on social media? Because I don't. I have a relationship. Yeah, I don't. I didn't. I didn't have sexual relations with them. You I don't didn't know that, Ellie. Well, That's yeah, true. it's true. <laughs> I didn't have sexual follow, relations with them. You follow this ex that you're on good terms with now for mm-hmm. the same reason you follow your other friends. It's just to keep tabs on how how I they're doing. I don't want to keep tabs That's on the ex. Exa- you just way, nailed it, Bean. You know what? You know what? Can you pull that clip because I want to play it uh, when we get the restraining order on him as a stalker. <laughs> uh, that is By the exa- way, that is. I don't exactly have any. I don't follow or have I was any gonna ask that too because Bean's making all of this up. That's because the police told you not to. No, it's because I'm so I'm so old and have been married so long, all no. of my exes are dead. It's but- because you follow them in real life. Uh, so here's here's what it is. I, you almost made an exact point. You you did it for me. I don't need to follow what my exes are doing. That is They're what creep friends of do. yours. He, he You're not words, friends keep of tabs. yours. Keep tabs. Even. Yeah. Like way, you would on any is, other friend. I don't keep tabs They're on my friends. friends I, but only that, I don't keep tabs on my friends. I don't have them all in my Map My Friends app or whatever it is. I don't need to know exactly where they are all the time. If I come upon their pictures in social media, great. I love seeing them. But 
it, with exes, there is way more emotion set. There's way more complications in there, and and ignoring that is wrong. You, you okay. have a different. You're saying it's just a much a simpler way to live your life. Yes. Just to stop. It's just to cut good people out of your life because <laughs> you, you can't handle a mature relationship. That's... All right, let's take <laughs> let's take some calls at one eight hundred five two zero one zero six seven. But first, let me tell you about the Kevin Bean polls that were put up yesterday, mm-hmm. and I don't okay. think these results will surprise you. I'm of course as often as I often am very disappointed in our list. There you go. <laughs> Uh, Which should, is his way of saying he's mad that you don't agree with him. Right. Should you follow your ex on social media? This was the Kevin and Bean Twitter poll, at Kevin and Bean. Yeah, we're cool, 22%. Hell no, we're done, 78%. So that's a lot of haters like Jensen. No, that no, no. Just, I just want to paint it as an unangry move. I want to paint yeah, it, it as a self-help uh, motivational almost move to do, to just move on and focus on new stuff. On uh, Facebook, however, very different results with almost 500 votes. Should you follow your ex on social media? Hell, uh, yeah, we're good, 17%. Hell no, we're done, 83%. Yeah. <laughs> so very so. different than the Twitter poll. So you're wrong uh, in every way. Ruben says the only reason to stay, quote unquote, friends with an ex is because you still want to bang them. Well, Absolutely. I think that is a large part of it. And then also from the 310, we got a text. As usual, Sir Jensen is correct and full of wisdom. There's absolutely no Take need to easy. keep an ex on social media. No excuses. It's Jensen's phone number. Let's, let's talk to Mark, let's talk to Mark real quick. Line one, he's in Simi Valley. He'll be our first caller then we'll take yours at 1-800-520-1067. Mark, please weigh in on this. What do you got going on? Hey, Dan, love you. Uh, I, I usually don't agree with you, but you are spot on. Spot oh, on. Jensen, I am stunned by this. Yes, <laughs> I had no support on this, uh, on this conversation. Wrong, okay, so so you, you, you still have feelings for all your exes? <laughs> That's oh, no, not what he's no, saying. for all my exes, but uh, I do. I but do for some of them. that... Uh, that uh, we get along very well. Mm-hmm. We had two kids together. That's exactly well, that, yeah. that's very different. different. Okay, so that I'm going to put I'm going to put a caveat on very that absolutely. because With he he does sort of need to keep tabs. Yes. Yeah. That that is slightly different. But but go on. I Mark, it is a good point you make. Okay, so the kids are grown. Mm-hmm. The kids are uh, 24. I mean, the youngest. Okay. So, uh, but we still talk. I mean, she just had a birthday uh, last week. I wished her a happy birthday. She. Uh, Give me the little uh, kissy face on the oh, way back. See, see what's happening there's right no, there? Listen, there's no, there's no romantic anything. I'm Stop. remarried. You don't think you guys are kind of flirting a little bit? I'm just playing de- nope. devil's advocate here. You don't think so? No, no, not not one bit. No, You're just, just friends. Just full respect. Just, what, is, just friends. what does your current wife think of this relationship with your ex-wife? Uh, we have such a great relationship and my current wife is, uh, friends with my ex-wife as well. Hmm. Can we talk to her? <laughs> I don't think that's necessary. <laughs> is your wife there? I'd like I, to talk to your yeah, wife. Yeah, I'd like yeah, to find out. Mark, I have my follow-up, Mark. Is your wife social media friends with your ex-wife? Um, you know, that's a good question. I don't know the answer to that. Uh, I don't know if she is or not. Because I feel like that right. would give us a real sign as to how happy she is to have her in her life. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's not rock the boat. Mark sounds like he's got a very yeah, happy life. So, and by the way, having kids in a relationship, did Mark did put a nice caveat it's on there. It's very different. Which sure. is a little okay. different, yeah. Of course. We appreciate the call, even though you never agree with me, Mark. Thank you very much. All right. <laughs> 1-800-520-1067. Should you follow your ex on social media, yay or nay? We'll take your calls next on K-Rock. The Kevin and Bean Show. The world famous K-Rock. Talking about uh, continuing to follow your ex. On social media, being hung up on your ex. This is a uh, not is being it hung. Not, it's one way to say it. Sure, 
A, uh, a great orange man once said that a civil war was coming. Mm-hmm. I just didn't expect it was going to be over this issue. But listen to this. This is what the Kevin to be listeners are saying from the 562. How else are you going to know who's winning post-breakup? <laughs> That's not healthy. It is not healthy. Which I think is an excellent way to look at it. It is not healthy. From the 832. Hell no. Why does he need to see what I'm up to? The relationship is over. So bye. Yep. So a bunch of different opinions on this. 1-800-520-1067. Why don't we, uh, let's start with Kyle. He's in Torrance, if you don't mind, on line one to get us going here in this segment on K-Rock. Morning, Kyle. What's going on, party people? Good morning so, to you. What I'm, say you? I'm definitely on Team Jensen for this one. Great. You know, I, I personally have gone through a few breakups that, you know, social media was a, was a big thing at the time and still is. And it does mean no good. It doesn't allow me for any personal growth. Same. You know, and if, I, if I've moved on to someone different, it's going to look really weird to them. You know, if I still have a relationship with this this ex, you know, because I personally, if I were dating someone and knew they were, you know, just hanging out with their ex on the weekends here and there, I'd be, I'd be, a, little, I'd be a little thrown off by that. And you'd be it's right, Kyle. <laughs> okay, but, right. What, but what if, as we discussed, what if we take out the hanging out physically? Can you still be friends digitally? What's the harm um, in that? I mean, I, th- I think that really all depends on personal experience. If it was a clean breakup, if it was a nasty breakup, me personally, I just I can't be seeing my ex significant other's pictures and just and just like flit by like it was nothing because I'm not that kind of person. I, oh, I, interesting. I, I have a little more feeling than that. So you um, still carry not- you you still carry baggage, even if it's a good breakup. No. You still carry some baggage with that relationship no, because, where it's uncomfortable for you to see that. Because he's healthy enough to know his limits. Being Kyle is a sensitive man. He gets it. He understands <laughs> what it means. But like Master P, I got no limits. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. So you that's why I can no handle this. exes that you remember. <laughs> right? So why are you no even exes. in this conversation? Let's go to Jerry uh, in Los Angeles. Good morning, Jerry. Hey, hi guys. How's it going? It's going well. Thank you. Following your ex on social media. Yeah, so uh, this breakup was actually pretty bad. Uh, ended up probably in the worst way possible. Uh, we kind of murder suicide. A few <laughs> years later, no, more of more like uh, you know arguing and then like you know just it, it got really bad to the oh, point yeah, that where is we're just like you know what that, that's it. So it it, it um it ended bad. It, we kind of we, we started talking to each other again. Um, I'm married now. She's got her family. I got my family. And we kind of follow each other, but it's more of just like, you know, liking our kids' pictures and stuff like that. We never really communicate. But recently, I've been getting, like, dreams of that past relationship. Oh, that Uh-oh. sounds unhealthy. Uh-oh. I doubt their dreams yeah. about following each other on social media. I have a feeling their dreams about seeing each other physically. Yes, that's the thing. And um, I've been kind of thinking whether I should just stop following her in reference to that because it's been constant. It's been like once or twice every week. Yeah, I like that he's still considering it. (laughs) Bean, I mean, it sounds like digital life could, uh, you know, get into some important things here. Well, let's see how good these dreams get first, though. Let's not uh, not cut it off, you know, before they're done. Right. Um, Yeah, in your case, I think maybe that's uh, that's a good idea, Jerry. But thank thank you for all. We appreciate it. Seems like a Hey, uh, Kevin and Bean, the 626, I still follow my exes because I think it's a respectful thing to do since you know each other so well. I just block their stories so I don't see their posts. Okay, now what's the point of following them if you just don't, if you basically mute them, you don't see them? That's not really following them. All right, let's go to David in Santa Monica. Good morning, David. Good morning. I feel you should, not only should you unfollow, but your family members should unfollow. Yes. Because then you get... 
because then you get updates. Yeah. And I say this, I say this because my mom gives me updates on my son's ex girlfriend <laughs> of where she moved to, who she's dating. Old people are ruining social media. <laughs> That's well, it. Maybe, it's maybe pretty you tough to only, ruin social media, maybe too. Maybe you should point. only be, like, on TikTok or something that your mom doesn't get. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh. David is right. I, every once in a while, my mom will be like, uh, you know, that new boyfriend seems pretty good for her. You know, like, and I'm exactly. like, I, I don't want to hear. Not only do I want it, I, I, I'm out of her life. You get out of her life. Isn't that easy enough to say to your parent, hey, I don't want updates. Yeah, I, but olds. Olds, man. Olds. Oh, okay. no, but they forget, and they yep. tell you anyway. Yeah. yeah they, they don't hear. Anyway. God, David, and, you're and, speaking the truth, man. I mean. The, the, the dagger was she moved to Hawaii, where I want to move to. Uh, I don't need to know that she's there. Yeah, you would never we, need to know. We, yeah, exactly. Your, your mom we ruined the whole there. state for you. That's we, right. David, we should be running oh. into these people at the bank like our parents used to. You know what I mean? Like, we don't we don't need to know every. We'd see them once, we, and then we look at our phones like we don't see them. That's how it's supposed to be. <laughs> Thank you for the call, David. We appreciate it. Jensen, question yeah. for yeah. you. Does your wife follow any of her exes no. on social media? No, no, no. We have a. Uh, we both have this independently. We had this feeling before it, uh, we got together. This, it just. It, Is it she was... friends with any of her exes? No. Really? No. Man, it's... you guys are just cut and dried, man. Yeah, because it's over, dude. It's over. When but it's... they're not. Those quote... people aren't over as a, as a human, though. Uh, maybe they are. Being no, they're you. Being, this have is crazy, but they previous... can they can continue to live. Yeah, they live on <laughs> once you break up. To you just don't Sugar need Ray, to be a part of it. To quote the great Sugar Ray, "When it's over, it's over." You know what I mean? Like you just walk away. It's their most famous quote. Okay. Did you just quote Sugar Ray? Mm-hmm. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K Rock. Hi, it's Mama Muggs, and I'm here to remind you that tonight is Game 1 of the National League Division Series, where the hometown Los Angeles Dodgers face the wild card champion Washington Nationals. Sure, root them on. You know I won't be watching after the third inning. Oh, dear Lord, Mama Muggs. You're the worst fan ever. You can't already be out. Uh, Walker Bueller has been announced to start for the Dodgers tonight. Game one of the NLDS 536 is first pitch. By the way, there's going to be a little bit of a a conflict for some fans today because the Rams are also on Thursday night football. So there may be a little uh, little picture-in-picture picture going on tonight. But uh, go Dodgers. Let's get it done. Allie is here with another look at uh, what's happening. And then we'll talk to R.J. Bell in Las Vegas from pregame.com about all the other NFL games, too. I don't know about you, but I am very excited for tomorrow. Because? Dolomite is my name. Yes. Now, is this, uh, is this a Netflix Sure is. Where we want all movies to be from now on. Yep. You've Great. got Eddie Murphy, Wesley Snipes, Keegan Michael Key, Mike Epps, Craig Robinson. The list goes oh, on. Fantastic. I can't even wait for this. I'm gonna here's the thing. I'm gonna watch it on Netflix mm-hmm. and I know I'm gonna love it. So mm-hmm. I already bought tickets to see it at the New Beverly next week. You know how to live. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's probably the right length, but <laughs> since you're seeing it twice, mm-hmm. too long. Well, it's gonna be split up between days. Oh, it's not like I'm I thought you were watching back to back. How dare you? Here's the thing. I bring this up because everything is coming up Eddie Murphy, it seems. We already know Dolomite is my name is coming out. It's something he's super proud of. He talked about how he's super pumped mm-hmm. that something like this is kind of going to bring him back in because he's really proud of it. Then, of course, you've got Coming to America 2 right. that they're doing. He's hosting Saturday Night Live for the first time since 1984 coming up in a couple weeks. Right. 
And then in an interview with Collider, he brought up something else that people have kind of been clamoring for, and it's going to happen. He said, yeah, that's what we're doing after coming to America 2. More clumps. We're doing Beverly Hills Cop. And then the plan is to get back on stage and do some stand-up. Jesus. (gasps) Beverly Hills Cop 4. It's the 80s all over again. Yeah, but it's good 80s. Okay. Yeah. The original (laughs) one came out in 84, um, more than 30 years ago, and then followed by Beverly Hills Cop 2 in 87, and then Beverly Hills Cop 3 in 94. I did like that franchise. Love that franchise. And then a bad Beverly Hills Cop show, TV show. Which did not work, but he showed up in the in the pilot, and it was he was really good in it. It, it failed to launch that show. Oh, I, um, I, I, they ended up airing it uh, at one point. Uh, it did not go, obviously, but yeah. he was really good in the pilot. He was the standout. Like, wow, Eddie Murphy looks good. So I am now in for him as Beverly Hills. Yeah, he said that that show, the script and production was awful. Shouldn't have even. Yeah, he was the best. Yeah, yeah. How you doing? <laughs> God, I can't wait. Hold on, hold on. Keep going. It's your favorite part? Is there a problem, officer? <laughs> <laughs> right, listen up. I don't like white people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we're ready for Eddie's return. So ready, you uh, guys. I'm in, I'm in. Oh, my gosh. I can't, I can't. I can't even stand how excited I am. For more Eddie Murphy in my I life. can't believe Kevin had the Beverly Hills cop theme at his fingertips. I'm going to say, make sure you say cop with a P. And yes, of course. Fear mug. That, that was, was very impressive. Yeah. Very good. Remember? <laughs> oh, it's like animal. Scrub, scrub. Then, Bronson Pinchot? Yes! Yeah. Pinchot's I mean, so The banana in the so tailpipe. Hard. Yeah. Where oh, no. It's like animal. And he touches <laughs> his shirt where the hair was and goes, oh, scrub, scrub. <laughs> Bronson Pinchot deserved more. I agree. He really did. Oh, that is not sexy. That is oh, animal. That is not sexy as animal. That and perfect I like strangers. when Bean does it better. Do it, Bean. Do it again. I cannot. Do it one more time. Do it as is not sexy. That is animal. <laughs> It's not like edible. Yeah, it is edible. It is edible. <laughs> all right, so we're all pumped. Yep. We all agree. Yeah, okay. yeah we're it. In. Excellent stuff. Um, I don't know how you feel about Michael Stipe. I personally <laughs> love him so very much. He's a party in a person. I know that. I, he's not the most exciting gentleman, <laughs> but I, I've loved R.E.M. forever. But Michael Stipe is going to release his first solo single since R.E.M.'s 2011 split. I am stunned yeah. it took him this long to make new music. Yeah. This weekend it's coming out. The song, which she's been playing at concerts in recent months, is called Your Capricious Soul. It's going to be released on his website, michaelstipe.com. There's a 77-cent download price to benefit the climate change awareness group Extinction Rebellion. And then it'll be available for free download further on down the line. But... Michael Stipe told an Italian newspaper earlier this year that he has a whole album's worth of material. He said 18 songs are already ready. So for five years, he had a clean break from music, but he said, now I'm writing, composing, and recording all by myself for the first time. Well, I didn't even know he was doing concerts. That's interesting that you mentioned that he's yeah. been performing that. I didn't even know he was doing that much. Oh, yeah. You, you need the Michael Stipe app. Okay. There's yeah, an it just, app. It just right. alerts you okay. to all things Michael Stipe. <laughs> Some birthdays, you guys. We've got Sean William Scott, Lena, Lena Hetty, Tessa Thompson, and what's your history with Tommy Lee, Kevin? 
I mean, there was the one time when Tommy Lee invited us over to his house, Dave and I, the King of Mexico, mm-hmm. and to his house to do an interview. Yeah. And he, cool. And he mentioned, oh, uh, Pamela Anderson, who he was married to at the time, mm-hmm. is going to be home. Mm-hmm. So Dave and I were like, all right, keep go on. And he said, but they're going to be doing like a pita dinner, like huge event. Like a so, soiree. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. Re- you're going to have to, you know, really dress up. Yeah. S- sort of a suit, maybe without a tie, but put on a suit. Yeah. Because you're going to look, you know, you'll stand out and I don't want to ruin her event. Right. So both of us dressed up, uh-huh. drove to Tommy Lee's house, and it was Tommy and his friend in the garage. No Pamela Anderson, no party, no anything. Oh, Dave and I are all dressed up in suits. I respect it. And he just Pretty looks hard. out at us and just starts laughing so hard. That's great. That's amazing. I like it very much. Also, happy birthday to Zlatan Ibrahimovic and Gwen Stefani. I'm going to quote Gwen Stefani right now and just say that this is bananas. And that's what's happening. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Thursday about this time, I think you know who we're about to talk to in Las Vegas Live. Hit it, Steve. RJ, you suck at baby. Oh. You're a loser, baby. You lost me money, screw you. <laughs> Is that the right one? Or wow. <laughs> I don't think that's the theme we usually go with. Because he's RJ Bell. RJ Bell. Yes, he's RJ RJ is the founder of Pregame.com. He's also the host of the daily radio show Straight Out of Vegas with RJ Bell on Fox Sports Radio from 3 till 4. RJ, you broke some hearts last week among the Kevin Bean family, my friend. Uh, RJ stepped away from the mic. (laughs) (laughs) Can you speak for RJ? (laughs) No comment. What was going on with RJ's 0-3 week last week? I got to be honest. I wonder if you guys feel the obligation that you should right now. Because, the obligation. Yes, because you could teach the Los Angeles area, and let's be honest, you have uh, hundreds of listeners at minimum. Is you could <laughs> maximum. Te- <laughs> you could teach those people. It's not about every individual game. Let's look at the long term. For example, we could say this season. How's RJ doing? Sixty-seven percent. No way. Yes. <laughs> How many years has he won in a row? One, yes, two, yes, three, four, five, five. But no, we're going to focus on last week. Well, well, last week wasn't fantastic. Yeah, the you. opposite, exactly. Yes. Um, do we have a call we need to take real quick oh here, Kevin, before we get into this week's picks? Uh, is that so, it's Friday. Just got my paycheck with a nice little bonus. Listening to Thursday's podcast where RJ Bell brags about how much money he makes people. So sure, why not? I'll give it a shot. Oh, so, so now it's Sunday. Watching the Redskins game. Remembering how RJ talked about how the Redskins sucked and how great the Giants did with Daniel Jones, yet he still wanted me to go plus three Redskins. I thought, no, no, RJ Bell makes people money. And now I'm out 50 bucks. But I got another two games, right? 
Called back? So, I just <laughs> no. turned to Miami game. I mean, RJ has to be right on this one. No way a team would continue to be Oh, it's now 30 to 10. Oh, they're still That's surprising. Well, there's 100 bucks now. At least I got the Houston game, though, right? <laughs> okay, all right. Call back. So I just turned the Houston game. Remember how RJ talked about how Carolina's backup QB did so good last week? So let's <laughs> him this week. God damn it, RJ. <laughs> okay, hold on, hold on. All right, go ahead. I, I've got two comments. All right, go ahead. Well, one, how does that phone line sound like a mic in studio? How dare oh, you that say we're listener? <laughs> number two... That. It's about time Gar- Gary Dalabate gets that return email. That's all. I'll say. Oh, oh, I see how it is. Wow. Well, listen, RJ, you have had a uh, a great track record over the years, and that's why yes. I, I feel terrible about having to let you go. Um, <laughs> you know what's funny? This is the most creative you've been in months. I mean, congr- oh, oh. I mean, you're not wrong. Uh, Thank you says, for inspiring us. Who says we give RJ another chance? Okay, I'm not who right. says he's still even with. Oh, and three last week. He's eight and eight four, four on the season. Oh, yes, so don't let that get in the way. Which of the is fun. great. Mm-hmm. I understand. Yes. Let's talk about RJ's picks for week five of the NFL. We'll start with the big dog game. This is a great rivalry in the NFL. Goes back a long time. Your beloved Pittsburgh Steelers hosting the Baltimore Ravens. You sure we have time? We do. <laughs> All right. I'll keep it succinct. We're going with Pittsburgh here. And here's the rationale. The line's three and a half. We're plus three and a half in this game. If you go back in the history of this series... The line has never been this high for Pittsburgh at home. So it's a historically big line. And about half of the games between these teams end up within three points. We love getting three and a half. And last thing, the Steelers made a heck of a comment about how optimistic they were after losing Big Ben by trading their number one pick away for next season. I think we got to take them, you know, seriously when they're optimistic. So Pittsburgh plus three and a half at home against the Ravens. All right. And the Ravens are still weeping over losing badly to Cleveland, right? Yeah, and the defense just is, uh, listen, Lamar Jackson, Mayor, the, uh, there's skeptics out there with him. He's a running quarterback. He may make it, he may not. But the defense has given up for Baltimore 500 yards in both of the last two games. All right. Your best bet is the Chicago Bears versus the Oakland Raiders. This game's in the U.K. Yeah, this is one of the London games. And here's what we've learned from Jacksonville that plays these games every year in London and from Belichick especially, who is the genius in the NFL. How did he do this? He flew over Saturday night, a red eye for a Sunday game. He figures, let them sleep on the plane. They get there, bust them into the game, and we just fly back. You know what the Raiders are doing? They're spending the whole week sightseeing, eating the heavy foods over in London. I think it's a big disadvantage. Bears actually have a backup quarterback, Chase Daniel. But he, I think, and others think he's better than Trubisky. The market's downgrading him a little bit. So we're going to stick with the Bears laying five and a half in London against the Raiders. And the backup trend this season has been there. So. Oh, yes. If you look at the major backups, 11-0 against the yeah. spread. Yeah. Wow. Should have picked some of those games last week. Uh, <laughs> and the big game of the week uh, with R.J. Bell in Las Vegas is the San Francisco 49ers hosting the suddenly feeling good Cleveland Browns. You do realize that your audience lost money. Money and you're laughing at them. I'm fine. <laughs> you're laughing at them. All right, last game. We're going. We're going. It's not with, his money. <laughs> we're going with the 49ers, and the Browns look good. But I think it had to do with two things. One, the Ravens are overrated. Two, 
they changed up their personnel set. So let's not get too complicated, but they went much heavier and ran the ball much more. So if you pull a surprise, you're going to have a good game probably. But how many surprises do you have? They probably don't have any other ones. And then if you look at the 49ers off a of bye, they've had some bad seasons. You guys know that. Sure. They're undefeated on Monday night football. And this line's only three and a half. Home fields were three. 49ers are a much better team. 49ers minus three and a half. Yeah, we wouldn't have expected, nobody would have expected at the beginning of the season the 49ers would be the team that would be 4-0 at this point. That's for sure. All right, Steelers plus 3.5 hosting Baltimore. Chicago Bears minus 5.5 versus Oakland. And the 49ers minus 3.5 uh, uh, with uh, hosting the Cleveland Browns. Just before you go, real quick, a sentence or two on the Dodgers. Now, do the do the casual betters in Las Vegas go, well, here's a team that's been in the World Series two times in a row and blown it? Or do they go, they're due, this time they're going to win it all? In most sports, how good you are in the regular season really dictates how you do in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. Think of Golden State Warriors in basketball. They usually win it when they have a good season. In baseball, once you're in, it's a crapshoot. So my advice would be don't go for the favorites, and the Dodgers are amongst the favorites. Go for the underdogs. History says those favorites don't win as much as they need to to make money. RJ is the founder of Pregame.com, the official exclusive odds provider for the Associated Press. He hosts Straight Out of Vegas with RJ Bell, Fox Sports Radio 3 to 4, and RJ Bell's Dream Preview as well with NFL and college football games available on iTunes. All right, let's go for a 3 and 0 week. We'll see you again next time. Thanks, RJ. Thank you. K-Rock. Hey, uh, Rob Cordry, would you say on the street you are most often stopped because of your appearance as man at party in The Nanny or more likely doorman in a show called Catalina Trust? <laughs> Catalina Trust was not a show. Neither of those things ever. Wait, doorman, did you say? You were the That's doorman a real thing. In, in Catalina Trust. What was Catalina Trust, Rob? It was a guy I knew from college who said, do you want to play the doorman in my movie Catalina Trust? <laughs> okay. right. You don't remember, do you? Yeah. And I was like, and I played the doorman and I had a line. I was like, hey, get out of here. That's nice. Right. And I was a tough guy. And then I was like, after that, I was like, I made it. Because I see you. And now and you're think... a tough guy in every role. That's yeah. right. Yeah, Sorry, I, I think bouncer. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Totally. Yeah. 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 Um, is, yes. Isn't it, forgive me if we're not knowing this, but I'm not a, an actor. Is it the second acting role where you get your union membership? Like no. the nanny was your entry. They no, the didn't... nanny. Didn't we talk about this the last time? The nanny. No, I think you guys. We finally debunked it here, and it's now not on my IMDb page anymore. Oh, you weren't at the nanny. I think that I, I think, think you're thanks right. To the Kevin and Bean show. Oh, we got to the bottom of that. I did not. Remember let's that. start. Let's start. Let's reverse that now. Yeah. and let's say and that he was on the on. nanny. Get it back right. on. Yes, yeah. we um, loved you on the nanny. I loved my experience on the nanny. Fred Drescher, good yes. woman. Man at party. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Party it's weird. Best. It's all on your IMDb. <laughs> and my line, I had one line. It was, get out of here. Nice. <laughs> well, now it seems like everybody is in the Rob Corddry business because, of course, you're still on Ballers. Final season, final few episodes happening right now on HBO. You've just debuted last week a brand new show that we'll talk all about on CBS called The Unicorn. And you got a new Netflix show coming out next year as well. So th kind of yeah. three shows at once. Yeah, it sounds like I'm busy. It, it really does. <laughs> Are like, you not? Yeah. Luckily, you just do that stuff at different times. So, uh, you know, it's just fine. So, like, yeah. this week. 
you were know, you busy this week? Not doing three shows today. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's good. That's All right, good. so there's a new show called The Unicorn that came on uh, last week. It's on Thursdays, 8.30 on CBS. And I'm going to play you a little clip uh-huh. just so you sort of understand what you're getting mm-hmm. from Rob Corddry yeah. and The Unicorn. You don't want to do you mind if I shove my hands down your pants? No, no, no. Do what okay. you got to do. That's what you're oh. going to get. Yeah, that's very representative of that, the show, I think. That's what you're going to get. perfect representation <laughs> yeah. of what you're going to get. Me shoving my hands down Walton Goggins' pants. <laughs> wow, wouldn't we all? <laughs> Rob, um, this is big time. When you get on a CBS sitcom, this is... This is a 10,000-square-foot house in Malibu job. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to buy a how- a flying house. I, think. <laughs> sure. I but- mean, CBS sitcoms last forever. They have a very good track record of success on Jesus, that. Jesus, Bean, what are you this? doing? What no, you I'm doing? telling you. This is a guaranteed 10-season program. By, by the way, I can mention 100 shows from CBS that didn't do that, including How I Met Your Father, which seemed to be like a perfect <laughs> home run, considering it came right after Mother. Slam dunk. You're never going to hit traffic again. Unbelievable. <laughs> exactly what he it said. It will never rain on you again, Rob. But in the defense of what Bean is saying, you guys had a very good first week, which is yeah. rare in television right now yeah. as far as a new show. New show. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. happen. Yeah. So it has to be celebratory times. Uh, no, absolutely. Yeah. Everybody was, they were really happy. And, and I was actually, I actually care. I never care about that stuff because it's kind of, these days, with all the channels and everything, it's kind of meaningless. Yeah. But I found myself, it was like 1975 again, check, <laughs> checking the shares. The, the the telegram views. Hey, what do we get for the plus threes? <laughs> don't even know what that is. <laughs> but it's got to be good. It's got to be good. Tell me about working with Walton Goggins, because he's um, he's an amazing yeah. actor. Oh, man, he's the best. He's You know, that guy... He, this could be just kind of a run-of-the-mill, uh, you know, single-cam sitcom with, you know, some feels and some laughs. But he, because of what he is as an actor, like, he he has, he's done this on his terms. Yeah. He said, I will do this show to CBS, but we're doing it the way I want to do it, and that means real. We're going to make this real. Uh, Which, they were like, I just want to say, Great. I was a little bit surprised by because yeah. I was expecting just a sitcom and he, yeah. and it, it's, it's a little different be, it's right? better than that yeah it's hard to explain yeah, it's but, hard to describe but um, he plays it so well yeah he's so sympathetic and you know you're you what I, I love is just that you're so used to him being a villain mm-hmm. and a heavy mm-hmm. and just kind of a psycho that he's so likable in this <laughs> like it's he's sweet. like himself in real life he's just all leads with his heart He's all, he's a very earnest dude. Explain his character and why it's called the Unicorn. Yeah, well, it's about, we, we catch up with this fellow, uh, Wade Felton, uh, a year after his wife uh, dies of a long illness. And oh, so it's a comedy. It's, yeah, that's right. Hey, it actually yeah, is. It really is. <laughs> um, but uh, so in, he's, with the help of his friends, um, of which I am one, uh, try to, to now finally like start the second chapter of his life. Uh, and so that means dating and that and you know just that means a lot of different things it turns out like everything is different in your life after a tragedy like that and um and it's no you know there are feels in it but it's not uh, we don't lay there too long and and, and uh, it's fine I think he's a unicorn because he's the perfect man on paper he right. is able to commit he's got a great job he's gainfully employed yes. he's attractive yep that person doesn't usually that's right. So they so called the, they yeah. called the unicorn. And yes. he's not a man whore either, by the way. Uh, no, he's actually a very chaste. He's yeah. so respectful, too. Very, yeah. very chaste. I did bring in a, another clip, and this is you and one of his other friends. And it's important to say that this is a black actor that's playing this role because <laughs> sure. of... Sure. For dollars. 
Because of the clip. You brought him over from Ballers I, we, as well. We, we brought each other over. <laughs> because Very of cool. the clip, because we've had this conversation with Bean a thousand times. <laughs> I know what the clip is. <laughs> Tracy Wilbers is stupid hot. I know. And she wanted him. <sighs> we had no clue. Yeah, our, our boy's game is hella whack. Mmm. Don't say that. Don't say what? It just doesn't come out right. Oh, so you can say no, it, but no, I can't. No, I no, 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 no. Plenty of white dudes can pull it off. Just not you. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, you were right. Tracy Watkins is hella hot. Right? Yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> the totally. unicorn needs to move on that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, how is it? Uh, did you guys really um, like coordinate to come over? You just show up at the boat. <laughs> I'm, no, I'm just trying to it's figure out strange. how you both came over from the same show. Was it a surprise to run into you, run I, into each other in the audition room? No, no, we didn't. Uh, uh, we we a, they were a package deal. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I, I, don't, I have no idea. I have no satisfying really? answer to that question. Huh. We just were at the table read together, and Very I was like, weird. "Dude!" And I, I was excited dude. because. <laughs> In five years of doing ballers, I had only done one scene with I that guy. I was trying to remember if you'd ever been in and a scene together. And we improvised it because we like each other so much. Oh, right. like, that's awesome. Wow. We really, he was Fun. my, you know, we always got along when we were there together. But we never had a scene. That's wow. so cool. That's crazy. Well, it's a, a terrific cast, you guys. And I yeah. know we don't ordinarily direct you to CBS shows, but this is one I think the Kevin weird, right? is going to like. It's true, though, because usually it's like Blue Bloods or something, you yeah. know? No, it's strange. They're, well, the, they're just a different, they're, 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 chain, they're trying to rebrand themselves it yeah. seems yeah. to me yeah. I mean if you, if you like Mom for instance which is a, in my mind kind of a similar territory in terms of being the feels and also the funny and also yeah. great acting I mean I, sure. that's a compliment I think to your show because yeah. we love Mom as well yeah. you should definitely check it out the uh, the Unicorn airs at 8.30 tonight on CBS Channel 2 quick break more with our friend Rob Cordry when we return on K-Rock It's the Kevin and Bean Show on K-Rock our friend Rob Cordry back in the studio on the Kevin Bean Show, where he should be. I think that was very mean what you just did to Rob. By you're the way, such a dick, Bean. No, I'm serious. Mm-hmm. You're showing oh, up the baby picture, and your kid has so much hair. Yeah. You are so <laughs> rotten. I knew it was coming. There was a lot of hair. My, yeah. baby. My baby was born looking Wait. like Marv Albert pretty Wait. immediately. <laughs> That's not why you showed it to me, is it? No, 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 no. I was. I, mean, I would bitch. never have done I that. Think, I think Bean knows you know Jensen what? did that. You know what? Let me text Danielle. I'm going to have her shave him right now. Just, just <laughs> as a solidarity. Well, Thank the hair you. will be back by the end of the Shave show. The Shave the baby. Shave the baby. Shave the baby. You're right. That's the hashtag for today's show. Shave the baby. Shave the baby. I hope Danielle heard that. I hope she's shaving him right now. So, um, Rob, as you so you finished filming uh, all of your ballers. That yeah, experience right. has yeah. been phenomenal, I would imagine, right? What a great, great role. Great gig. Yeah. I have no complaints about that whatsoever. Will you and The Rock stay in touch? Um, yeah, we actually uh, we, <laughs> we we I follow his Instagram mm-hmm. and uh, everyone does correctly. Of course, yeah. yes, that's not really qualifying. <laughs> yeah. so, you know right? so I'm in the I'm in the no guys. Yeah, right, clearly, <laughs> um, tight. I don't know if you remember this, but he had a picture of his hand, his massive hand, with a tiny lizard on the oh, tip yes. of his mm-hmm. finger. Yes, saw that, and so. You know, like, there were a bunch of responses like, oh, it's so cute. You're so gentle. And I just wrote, your hands are gross. <laughs> because they were like ugh, calloused and dry workout. and cracked. By the way, the next day I checked in on it, 2,500 plus responses going like, well, what has you ever done? You, that is that is called hard work and weight liftings. Snowflake, yeah. So a lot of snowflake. Oh, lot bodybuilders of snowflake. mad at you. And so then I would. Then you I don't would, want the bodybuilders no, going. I just kept it. going on it. I kept going after it. Like guys, 
you really opened my eyes here. I I apologize. And he called me crying, Dwayne. And we're working on our friendship. And I just, and they were like, and half of them now are like, don't be bad to rock. Like, right. you know. And then the other half was like, he's a comedian, dude. They're on a show he's together. On a show with him. That's amazing. So yeah, and then he he wrote me after that. He was like, this is the funniest thing I've ever seen after. <laughs> will he uh, will he be bringing you out at SmackDown tomorrow night? The Smackdown Rock. is tomorrow Smackdown. night. He's yeah. appearing. Here it's in a big, LA. It's a yeah, big he's deal. appearing. Yeah. Well, I guess he's not then. Because <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. This is the first time I'm hearing about well, it. Oh, yeah, no. the big 20th anniversary, WWE Smackdown, a huge event tomorrow Maybe night. we do have to work on our friendship. Yeah, so. You might want to put yeah. your hands are gross on you a new one. You know that. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. a new post. <laughs> yeah, without hands in the post yeah, whatsoever. Get conversation just, going again. Yes, remember, hands gross. It's just a picture of his new kid. Meaning the kid's hands are gross. Ron, with all of your uh, your many many shows, do you have you had much time off to do anything fun since we last saw you? Oh yeah, man. Really? I am um, vacation. My, yeah, my wife and I like my kids go away for uh, to camp now, and they go away for three and a half weeks. Oh, they don't nice. want to, but you send we, them. Mm. It's I don't important. care if they want to go. <laughs> they, turns out they're lucky enough; they do seem no. to want to go. But uh, we drop them off, and then we just go, and we spend. Like I now am a firm believer, believer that. You got to take a long, a vacation so long that you start hating it and want to get back to work. <laughs> it's a strange, okay? It's just strange smart, thing. though. Mm-hmm. It, smart at the it end. Start it starts hating it. It turns you, yeah. Mm-hmm. It, does the, it does the process you, you need. You miss your That's, house. You miss your life. Yeah. You miss, mm-hmm. like, yeah. And then you're charged up for work. No kids mentioned there. Then you start, yeah. <laughs> as far as being missing. But see what? Well, three and a half weeks without the kids. And then we got, we went, picked them up. And then we went out to the woods of Wyoming and Ooh. rode horses for five days with them and camped. And uh, uh, how, are you, how are you as a horse rider? You know what? I'm getting better. I'm better than I'd I was like last year. I'd like to see year. video of that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, are you just are you, I just That's like, actually his kink. I just feel like this. Is, <laughs> are you? I don't look as at home on the horse as my as my 10-year-old daughter does. Right, right. But I I feel I sometimes I sometimes I feel it. You I'm do. Like, oh god. You wear a cowboy, I'm a cowboy hat? Now. Yeah, oh, oh yeah. yeah. I wear really? a cowboy hat. I wear the boots. Ooh, we're going to at least need a picture of them. Wranglers because... on. Yeah. The whole nine. You I mean, went wow. Wranglers. Are you just slowly going on a horse? Or are you guys doing like a real trail and I running? I get on the horse pretty fast. I just jump right on it. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> what are you talking about? I mean, do you is it like are you running uh, like is it trotting? Oh, yeah, we trot and then sometimes we Canter? What is yes. cantering? Okay. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's like a faster. Sure. Sweet. Never a gallop. We never got okay. to galloping because, sure. you know, they're not On idiots. purpose. Right. Yeah, exactly. Now, Rob, um, I, I don't know if you uh, keep up with Kanye West, but he has become a huge... Ask me land- anything. He, he has become a huge <laughs> landowner in Wyoming. He's buying like a thousand acres or something like that. Can you see oh, yourself no. with a with a little place in Wyoming and you can kind of yes. live out your cowboy lifestyle? Well, very much. We actually wanted to buy a place up there last year and then my wife talked me out of it. Are you going to turn into a rancher is that am i you? not already a rancher to you <laughs> do you like, not see the chap drink me in man. <laughs> feel my hands <laughs> they are they're they're gross. Hands. Gross. They're they're disgusting i just love that rob's at the point now where he's so famous he has to go to wyoming just to get a minute's peace oh no that well that's not true 
That's uh, that's <laughs> not the reason I'm going to Wyoming. I'm uh, I'm uh, it's because he's a rancher. Beat. Constantly, consistently ignored on the streets <laughs> okay. of Los Angeles. I will tell you. I will say this uh, one thing because I love uh, Wyoming. I've been there on vacation. Mm-hmm. I've driven across country multiple times, and I've gone through Wyoming. The be- in my opinion, the best views of the uh, nighttime stars of anywhere in the continental United States. Oh Just my god! Gorgeous, clear skies and mm-hmm. stars as far as you can see. It's beautiful. I was we were so. We were camping, right? And I had to pee so bad. It's like 2, 3 in the morning. I get out in my underwear. It's freezing, freezing out there. And I'm peeing. And I just kind of casually just look up. And the it's breathtaking. The stars were breathtaking. And I'm peeing. And then I finish peeing. And I'm like, ah, oh, crap. I wish I had to pee more because <laughs> now I got no excuse to stay out here. And I'm but looking at like, the stars is an excuse. I, well, I'm convulsing. Okay. With cold. <laughs> and like, finally, I was like, all right, just, just, you're going to do this for another 60 seconds. <laughs> and I was counting down watching this. St- oh, it was so gorgeous. Like a blanket of stars. I wild. thought you guys were going to make fun of me for saying that about the stars. I'm well, going to give you back up there, Rob. Yeah. Now, they're I mean, giving you a hard time today, it's huh? It's true. Look, they, we weren't really talking about Wyoming as much as we were t- talking well, about Rob. I'm just saying the stars. I love Wyoming. Here's why. <laughs> I drove through it once and I saw the largest bowl of twine. <laughs> That's Jeez, in Minnesota. That is in Minnesota. I knew that because I went with Dean. <laughs> Tell us about Medical Police. When is that going to happen on Netflix? Yeah, Medical Police is a spinoff of uh, Children's Hospital. Which we love oh, so man. much. I, well, everyone also, loves so yeah. much. Jensen here was... An early like champion of I that love it. show. It's I will, one of my I, faves. I will uh, never can thank you enough for that. It was but, the best. Uh, yeah, we're, so it's a the same cast. Um, yes, yeah, same cast, uh, but it really focuses on Aaron Hayes and Rob Hubel's characters. They are they are uh, sort of deputized by the CDC <laughs> to go fight this medical crime, <laughs> and uh, they get all wrapped up in it. And it's like where Children's was sort of a contained, smaller, 15-second, 15 15-second. 15 <laughs> Sometimes it felt like that. 15-minute world. This is a half-an-hour show that is global. Like, we went and we shot in Croatia. No which, which doubled as, like, eight different cities. Sure. Wait, um, you're being serious? Yeah. Absolutely serious. It's like I a, thought it was like a whole Brazil no, thing. No, we were... We, oh, they now did that. We, we no, really no. Owned, yeah, we went to Brazil. You guys, went to Brazil. That's the joke. They yeah. flew to Brazil for that shot. Yeah. That's the joke of the show. Yeah. A, a so, for people who don't know, I always thought way, that was. No, no, no. For people who don't know, because you have to know this happened in television Tell history. Her. Tell Children's her. Hospital had a scene where they had to have characters in Brazil, and it was hyped up for a lot of the episode. Yeah. You assumed that for 13 seconds when you saw Brazil, you totally assumed fake. it was a fake thing or yes. a green screen. There's or... Because no they did nothing else in Brazil they except for that. They flew to Brazil for the shot and then flew back. <laughs> no. Way, you know what that is? That's just like let's waste some money, yes. guys. Yes, it is well, exactly we, that. No, we like we 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 put this money away yeah. so no one would touch it. And then by the time we had finished editing by that point and we were about to go and we were like, you know, we don't need this scene at all <laughs> for the story. It's almost pointless. Yeah, it's actually we're gonna have to cut thirteen seconds out for commitment to excellence, you guys. That's what it is. It's a, to me it's a groundbreaking move just to say That's we're doing it. It's amazing. Nobody understands. Will you that. come will you come back in January when medical police Please. comes? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, because we'd yes. like to talk about that some Let me hit the stuff real quick here. Okay. Ballers air Sunday nights at ten thirty on HBO, only three episodes left but you can mm-hmm. watch the whole thing on demand and you should because it's great the unicorn is one of the cool funny new shows of the new fall season and that airs tonight at cbs channel 2 8 30 ali you ready for 60 seconds i with? am rob cordry is our guest ali's gonna fire it at you just uh first thing that comes to your mind here's 60 seconds with rob cordry is a hot dog a sandwich 
Nope. If animals could talk, which one would be the biggest a-hole? Uh, the uh, hairless cat. <laughs> Creepiest thing you could say to a stranger as you pass them on the street? Nice bulge. <laughs> if you could be any animal, what kind would you be? I'd be a, a, probably a bald eagle, I nice. guess. Okay. If you could know when you will die, would you want to? Mm, yep. <laughs> Unfortunately, yes. Twizzlers or red vines? Uh, Twizzlers. Did you have a nickname growing up? Cords Cakes. Nope. Cords Cakes. <laughs> That's not a nickname. Nope. Cords Cakes. Uh, no, uh, we're wait, rejecting wait, that. Wait, what do you have? I know. <laughs> Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Yes. If you could join the cast of any TV show, past or present, which would you choose? Happy Days. <gasps> Dream Dinner Date. The Fonz. Oh. <laughs> In keeping with the theme. Corby loves Happy Days. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to point out that he said Twizzlers because I love it. Yeah, yeah, I, know. We like I, know. I don't know if we can still be friends, but yeah. we'll try. Yeah. I know what East Coast is, uh, I think, Twizzlers. Land. Is that and true? Also, I, you're, I garbage. So. you're garbage. You're garbage. And also, human garbage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't appreciate the finer things. Yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for coming in. We always appreciate it. I love you guys so much. Thanks for having me. I hope, uh, I hope I'll see you in January. Yes, yes please. Right. please. Yes, please. Yeah. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. 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 Q. I know I'm alone on this. Because he doesn't love what he should love. I hate, hate with a passion car chases. Yeah, but the one uh, last night had everything. Nope. I, there's no exceptions. Did you watch it? No. It was great, though. If you watch it, you're a moron. But it was great. <laughs> car chases are the bane of the world's existence. They're the biggest problem facing the world today. Oh, yeah. <laughs> sure, <laughs> sure, sure, totally. That makes sense. Biggest yeah. problem. Mm-hmm. Fa- I'm still mad at Greta for getting on the stupid climate change and not not tackling climate uh, or car chases because mm-hmm. that's where the attention needs to be. There's such... Ali, you worked in TV for mm-hmm. years, and I know you say, well, people watch. That's why we put no, them on. No, they don't watch. They now run to their television. Yeah, as like soon as they see culture. on social media yeah. that there's a car chase, the numbers spike. Okay, but but thousands of hardworking, talented people have put a great deal of effort into creating programming that's mm-hmm. supposed to air at that time on those stations that gets bumped so that we can watch a helicopter view that's, of a guy driving down a freeway. That's your argument? We did That's get a one lot of, of my many like, arguments. People mad that we weren't showing on KTLA like Jerry Springer. Yes, like, whatever it is. Jerry Springer, and we're like, you actual, deserve this. Actual content I is being bumped. You were going to do like a bleed at leads kind of thing. Like this isn't the thing we should be promoting. It makes other people want to do it. You're just mad that you can't see a rerun of like Mash. Yeah. No, That's what, what I'm. Mad. By the way, all of those are also legitimate uh, arguments. But what I'm mad about is when it takes up the entire news block. When the when the five o'clock. I'm going to say the five o'clock and six o'clock news block for the most part is a waste of your time that's why we do great news it's stuff that you want to know about though that's not being covered they're gonna repeat it in an hour anyway i'm telling you guys it's a big fat waste of time kevin's argument will be and i can uh, we've had this conversation we've had this conversation so many times that i i can do kevin's part two which is (laughs) it's live and you never know what's going to happen and that's what's exciting about it and last night, I have to give it to Kevin, it had some twists and turns. <laughs> it did have pretty much everything. It did have a lot of things going on. So let's uh, pick up the coverage. I think Rachel Kim is the uh, reporter for Channel 2. Oh, he's just going to get that thing stuck, dude. By the way, uh, <laughs> never, you never want to hear those words. But who that, enjoys... Was that, was that, that is what she says. That was Stu Mandel. Or, or, that was that, oh, I thought that was Beer Mug from no, home. Oh, it's Stu Mandel. He was having the time of his life last night. <laughs> he because was he's really covered a lot it. of kind of boring routine car chases, yeah. but this one certainly was not. But again, here's his quote. Oh, he's just going to get that thing stuck, dude. I mean, really, it just... <laughs> 
It just writes itself, right? Pulitzer. The pursuit started near Lancaster. L.A. County Sheriff's Department wanted to stop the driver who was wanted for assault on a deputy. He had a woman in the car with him, and at times, they left the road and were hightailing it through the dirt and bouncing past the desert scrub. Okay, is that the first time, Kevin, in all the years that you've been following that you've ever seen a car leave the road and just drive through open desert? Yeah, and I don't understand it because it seems like as a driver, if you're running from the police, there's nowhere to hide in the desert. There's no other cars. There's no traffic. There's yeah. no anything yeah. to help you. You're in the middle of there's nowhere. There's no garage. There's no tunnel. Right. And no, you can get, you can't get out of the way. Right. Way more chances at a flat tire. Right. Like way more yeah. chances of just spin damage. Out. Yeah, spin yeah. out the whole thing. Well, the guy wasn't making the best choices of his whole uh. life last night. Hmm. Oh, oh, they're gonna carjack this guy. They're gonna carjack him. Let's see what happens. They got a gun. He's got a gun, dude. As soon as the driver got back on paved road, he spotted a pickup truck that belongs to Christopher Huth. We were the only ones to speak with him, and he told us he was on his way home when he saw the chase go past him. By the way, Channel 2 is extremely proud of them being the only ones on yeah, the That's a weird case. thing to brag about. Oh, yeah. they, no, they, they've, they've already they, probably made promos. They've mm-hmm. mentioned it They mentioned yeah. it 20 times in this report. He decided to pull over and watch, thinking he could possibly help authorities. Now, let me ask you guys about this. What was he thinking that he could, how could he help by pulling over? He just wanted to get video of the car going yeah. by him, right? Yeah. Probably. I don't know what he try to help. I don't know what you could I mean, actually, it's, it's actually bad to help. Like, get it's out dangerous. of the way. Yeah, it's, well, it's dangerous. Well, he certainly didn't expect to be carjacked because he pulled over like a dumbass. Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden, Huth tells us the suspect made his way back onto the road where he carjacked him. Sky 2 was the only camera oh, overhead no. okay. when it happened. Okay. Oh, they were the only guys wow. covered. Oh, about good this? to hear. Mm-hmm. So he races up, kind of blocks me where I was parked, uh, yells out his window, they're trying to kill me. And right as, I mean, those words just got out of his mouth and he was out of the truck or out of his car uh, with a pistol held sideways right in my face. This is why you don't, uh, this is why you don't stop, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> this is why you don't make yourself a potential victim for somebody who's on the run from the cops. How do you not think of that? You get as Being far so away from that as you can, right? Yeah, agreed. He's well, I'm disappointed yeah. with everybody in this story, the people that covered it and the people who watched it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I pulled my car door open. I just put take the truck and got out. The suspect and the woman then headed eastbound on Rosamond Boulevard. He then flew off the road and at high speeds hit a patch of dirt. A huge cloud of dust rose up, and when it cleared, we could see the truck wasn't going anywhere else. By the way, are you watching at this point, Kevin? Yes. So he's in a, what is he, in a ditch or something? Yeah, he hits dirt that's too too deep, and, and the tr- front of the truck goes into the dirt, and so the back is just spinning. And he can't go anywhere. So he gets out and runs on foot until, yes. amazingly, he finds another car to steal. The mm-hmm. driver and his passenger got out on foot. CHP and deputies closed in within moments. The driver ditched his passenger and ran in a wide circle. Can't With officers and deputies chasing here. on foot, oh, the man doubled no. back to the wrecked truck. Oh, and then, watch what no. happens next. No, 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 no. Again, only Sky 2 overhead. <laughs> By, the way, oh, uh, By the way, um, he's saying no, no. Like, you can hear the disappointment in his voice and everything. Uh-huh. At the same time, I saw an Instagram post from Michelle Beadle. And she's like, he's getting in the car. He's getting in the police car. This is the best thing ever. <laughs> and, then he's, and then Stu's going, no. That's no. what he did. Is The police, by the way, they do have a way to disable their vehicles when they leave them so that you can't get in the car and steal them, even sure. if the keys are in it. But they did not do that in this case because they just jumped out to try to chase this dude. So he's already lost his car, then hijacked a truck, 
carjacked, I guess, a truck, and now he's stealing a police car. As the driver runs to the CHP cruiser, gets in, finds the keys, and takes off. He drives for another 20 minutes on paved roads until he runs out of asphalt. He goes off-road and almost crashes several times. And here's how it all ended. After an hour, the driver returned to the road but doesn't see a big ditch. The front end falls in and the chase is over. By the way, the, the, uh, the desert was his foe, Kevin. You nailed it at the <laughs> beginning. Like, stay on the road, dude. Yeah. Right? He lost one car. The driver jumps out and immediately surrenders. His female passenger had gotten away, but several hours later, she was found hiding in the desert. How about that? They, mm. Hours later, they Well, they found when he her. wrecked the truck that he um, um, hijacked, whatever mm-hmm. it was, she got out and she looked like she was hurt. And he mm-hmm. was trying to run. And he just left her. Yeah. She was just like, I, I don't think I can run. She looked hurt. Yeah. And he just left her and started running away. But, uh, man, was that it was it? Oh, it was so entertaining. Was the it ending, I'm not going to lie, I was really let down at the ending. That's what I was wondering. I mean, what is it that you wanted to happen? He hits that ditch. Yeah. He should have gotten out and started running. He Instead, tried. He, no, no, you're he right. He ran two feet yeah. and then went right down on the ground and surrendered. Come I on, mean, dude! You but, made it this far. Sack up. Keep but, going. But you want you want blaze of glory. You want him something, right? You want him shot down. You want it. You want it ended with. Are blaze. you just not- doing a Bon Jovi song? <laughs> <laughs> it's the Kevin and Bean Show. K Rock. Mugs, um, how, how's your mom? How is your mom uh, heading into game one tonight? Like she does every other sporting event. I found out the other day. It's not just baseball. What? Mm-hmm. She's a USC fan for some reason. I don't know why she didn't go there, but mm-hmm. she was watching the game and they were down in the first quarter, like two touchdowns. She's like, it's over. It's done. <laughs> I'm like, mom, it's football. Anything can happen. In three quarters. Yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah. You have a surprisingly positive attitude considering yeah. your mom is yeah. very negative. Yeah, you were raised in the darkness, man. Yes. Right? Well, uh, 536, first pitch tonight, uh, Los Angeles versus the Washington Nationals. So go Doyers. Mm-hmm. And uh, we should mention, of course, the Rams are uh, also playing tonight against the Seattle Seahawks. So you can just pick who you want to root for there. Um, <laughs> Allie, you ready for a, a final look at what's happening here on this Thursday? How are you so broken already into the football season with your with your Seattle Seahawks? Same way I am with my Arizona Cardinals. I'm not broke. Look, the Seahawks are three and one. I'm not broken by them, you but just, they're not very good. You sound kind of let down. They're not very good. Okay, but they are three and one. But they're not very good. All right, three and one's good. It is, but till they meet the Rams. Until you watch the game. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and Got then it. you go. Okay. Got it. Uh, you guys know my feelings about pumpkin pie. Uh, you do not enjoy a sweaty mess. Yes. All uh, things sweaty. I'm not eating it. Thank you, ma'am. I agree. It's just uh, anytime you look at a pumpkin pie, it's got those sweat beads in the middle. It's and just, you know it's, they're not sweat, right? It's sweat. It's just, it is, it's sweat. Sweat. It's just condensation on the top of the pie, well, and it's delicious. Guess it's like, what? It's like, it's like having uh, olive oil in your pasta. Do you look at that and go, it's sweaty, or do you look at that and go, oh, that contributes to the great taste of pasta? Well, sweat is just condensation in my armpits then. If that's what we're saying. Come no. on. Okay, you lost me there. Those, <laughs> I don't think that's a great argument. Yeah, you said it's just condensation it on is. the pie. Oh, she's doubling down. So that's, that's just what, what it is. sweat is on your armpits. No, but that's very different. Is it? Yes. It's disgusting. Okay. Pumpkin pie is disgusting. And all, all things of... sweaty. I'm not eating. I agree again, ma'am. Um, <laughs> pumpkin pie is disgusting. But yeah, I ask a sweaty pie. How, uh, how many slices of pumpkin pie do you think you could eat in a day? In a day. I mean, I could eat a whole pie. I could probably eat a whole pie as well. I think so, too. 
I would think in a day, mm-hmm. I'd get probably two pies. Okay. So what would you say? How many slices per pie? Eight? Uh, eight, well, yeah. yeah. So eight. 16. Probably 16. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, what if I told you that no matter what your answer was going to be, it was going to pale in comparison to the amount of pumpkin pie competitive eater Molly Schuler was able to consume? How many slices of pie do you think that this woman downed in 10 minutes? Number one, this sounds like the hottest woman I've ever, ever heard of. In 10, <laughs> 10 minutes. minutes. And you're saying any number we said would pale in comparison. And I was talking about a whole yeah. day. Uh, in 10 minutes. In 10 minutes. She ate um, 50 pieces of pumpkin pie. She ate 50 slices of no. pumpkin pie wow, in 10 minutes. It. She bested her own record from 2017 of 48 slices. Can I tell you something? You I just I just Googled a picture of her. She is eerily skinny. Absolutely. She's actually, she's actually like kind of sickeningly yes. skinny. Yes. Like, I always look at competitive eaters, yeah, sure. and, and then I'm think. always shocked when they aren't large. But she She's is, a twig. She is a tiny, tiny woman. Yummy. I don't know if you heard me. 50 slices of pumpkin pie in 10 minutes. That's that is astonishing. Yeah. Impossible. She, oh, my God. She uh, needs to gain some weight. I know. She's. I told you. She's, she's like eat that every day for She looks a like a skeleton. It's, yeah. it's insane. So she won this New York State contest and set a new record for the Fantastic. event. Fantastic. So she got $1,000 for winning the contest, then an additional 500 for beating her old record. By the way, Ali, you didn't mention that it is, she was the uh, top prize winner of the 10th annual hands-free World Pumpkin Pie Eating Contest. Ooh, that's sexy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, she also has a record for eating 360 ounces, which is 22.5 pounds of prime rib in around 45 minutes. Yeah. Oh. Did you say 22 gosh. pounds? 22 pounds of prime rib. That's a calf. In 45 minutes, and then at the end of it, screamed that she wanted more. This woman's a machine. No, that something's very wrong. I would think so, too. Dave. Can you imagine the meat sweats? She lives out here. Can we look into Molly Schuler, please? Does she live out here? Yes. I think he just said that. She does a lot of West Coast. I don't know. She does mostly (laughs) California State Fairs. She does. She's out here a lot. I love her. I mean, this is insane. Do you guys know that she also won the Wing Bowl? She has the record there. Uh, she lives in uh, Maryland now, by the way. Right, let's get way her to here. go, Jensen. Five hundred and one wings. They have phones there. Five hundred and one wings. She I just, this list of things that she's eaten is a, is crazy. Yeah, Molly Schuler is. Um... She ate to thirty seven corn dogs at the California State Fair in Sacramento. Yeah, I'm getting same. the poops reading it. Yeah. Yeah. How much beef did you say? Twenty two point five pounds in forty five minutes, and then at the end screamed, "I want more!" In forty five <laughs> minutes, like people couldn't do that in a week. Agreed. It's a lot of beef. <laughs> um, yeah, that's, that's yeah, a good just point. Go ahead and Guys, mark uh, that let's down. let's close uh, talking about uh, this. Uh, does she not have a catchy nickname? By the way, I feel like she ought to be called the something. She doesn't have one. She needs one. I know. She completed the uh, double Chubby's Avalanche Challenge at Chubby's Southern Barbecue in Emmitsburg, Maryland, just August seventeenth. So what? A few weeks ago. Yeah. Each Avalanche burger includes eight half-pound hamburger patties, each with two slices of American cheese, eight Louisiana hot link sausages, lettuce, and tomato. To complete the double challenge, she ate two Avalanche burgers, about 16 pounds of food in 29 minutes. That is awesome. That is awesome. 16 pounds of food. By the way, thank God they put lettuce on it. Can I do a couple hit quick hits there here? Mm -hmm. 93 dumplings in two minutes. What? A 32-inch pizza... In 15 minutes. I could do that. <laughs> wow. Wow. 
She's Bang. a monster. We got to talk to Molly Shiler. We yeah. do. And find out why she can't gain any weight. Yeah. So she beat Kobayashi then. She could. I mean, she definitely physically looks less like a uh, competitive eater than Kobayashi. Yeah. That's, anyway, uh, we'll that, be talking to her soon. That's crazy. Yeah, that's bonkers, you guys. Also bonkers. I think uh, mugs could beat the record, but I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah that's, that's what we should have her in for. All yeah. my successes of eating co- Correct. Mm-hmm. But you still offer it up. Like, oh, we should have mugs do that. <laughs> no, he's awful at it. Every single time. Yeah. He's so bad at it. Yeah, that's what's great. I take my time when I eat. Yes. I eat a lot, but I just take my sweet time. So yeah, you know that's not competitive eating, man, right? If you eat it over really. a course of weeks, it at doesn't all. really count. Unbelievable. She ate five pounds of bacon in five minutes. Pounds. Five pounds of bacon. You guys. Anyway, I have a new hero. <laughs> this is insane. Uh, you guys, Jack Nicholson. Yes. You know him. Amazing actor. He used to be. Uh, director Stanley Kubrick's 1980 horror film, The Shining. One of uh, the props from that show, from that movie, was put on auction. The axe from The Shining sold at auction in London for $209,000. <laughs> That is four times its original estimated selling price. Somebody now That's owns crazy. the axe from The Shining. I bet the competitive eater could eat it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I bet she could. In a minute. There's Johnny. Ah. Oh. Hey, if you guys have been saying to yourself, oh, I wish there was some sort of clothing that I could link to my love for Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Well, now you can. In tribute to his beloved 90s sitcom, The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, star Will Smith has created a limited edition collection of athleisure inspired by his West Philadelphia-born character. We're talking everything from clothing, a gym bag kit, which has a nylon bag, track jacket, t-shirt, socks, and basketball. That goes for 200 bucks. What about a Will Smith air freshener? Only $6.00. Tie-dye throwback t-shirts, hoodies, socks, shorts, hats, reversible track jacket featuring the funky paisley lining that looks just like the one from his character that he wore on the show. Why so soon? Why so soon? I think the nostalgia for that show is huge and that, that those lines will sell out. I, but I think why, people would love to have why those. does Will Smith need the extra money from air fresheners? Well, if, it if, is so, if somebody's going to make it, why, why not? Why not Will Smith? In West Philadelphia, he's on the playground. That's where I spend most of my days. Just sit right there. I'll tell you how many crits of a town called Bel Air. Hey, yo, smell you later. Right? What? Um, That's the original, right? That was the original theme. Max, who who was your partner in that? That was a guy by by the name of Masood. And okay. he was he was drunk. No way. No way. No way. Play it again. There's so no we can way. Pick up on it. In West Philadelphia. He's on the playground. That's where I spend most of my days. That's my favorite part right there. Because <laughs> oh. he sings an entire part of a song with no words. Oh, wow. That is that. Smell you later. That is something right there. While well, we're uh, revisiting the Fresh Prince, mm-hmm. Kevin, do you have time for some C-SPAN? Oh, please. Always. I, I know, love this so I know much. this is your favorite. Los Angeles, California, Republican line. Here is Jack. Go ahead. Hi, good morning. Uh, I'm Jack Strickland. I just want to make it clear, first of all, I'm calling from Bel Air, California, but I am originally from Philadelphia, <laughs> specifically West Philadelphia. Uh, but anyway, 
I was actually discussing this issue with a friend of mine recently while I was in Philly. It occurred on the basketball court. Uh, at some point during the conversation, a couple of guys who were up to no good essentially started causing trouble in my neighborhood. I got in one little fight, and my mom got scared and said, you're moving with your auntie and uncle and fella. Uh, again, for the first 45 minutes, Iran negotiations, how much influence? <laughs> that guy got three screeners and told the whole story. It's pacing. Amazing. Amazing. His tone is pacing everything. Oh, he did it so many times, too. Yeah, there's a bunch I of different shows that he would call you that. Hey, oh. y'all, smell you later. <laughs> That's it's just, awesome. It's just good, you guys. Um, this is something that we need to absolutely burn this mother down if it happens. Okay. Apparently, Lori Laughlin is a, about to tell the story of her role in the college admission scandal that has snared her, her husband, Felicity Huffman, dozens of others. Um because she's uh, talking about a cash-grabbing book and movie. So lame. They have assured her that it will make millions. She's so lame. You guys. Is she going to write it in prison? I, uh, seriously. You have made bad choices. She's talking to a bunch of different agents right now, and uh, yeah. 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 She is a criminal. Yeah. Her and her husband are facing up to 40 years behind bars. Um, Felicity Huffman pled guilty in exchange for a lighter sentence but a source says that Lori is sticking with her story that she and her husband were scammed she had claimed to friends that they always thought the money was going to a charity through the school she says she doesn't feel for one minute that they were breaking the law isn't Lori Laughlin the one that had her daughter pose as a athlete and took pictures I think so I'm not at positive. what point would you think oh I just thought the money was going to charity of the school you're having your daughter pose as an athlete to That's get... That's clearly fraud. Anyone yes. would know, recognize it as fraud. F you, Aunt Becky. Mm -hmm. Honestly. And if she gets this book deal, I think that whoever buys this book should be spayed or neutered. Uh, Ali, I don't think that Thank book you. will... I don't think a publisher will touch that book. I think they will announce that they will and they'll make a deal, but I think the backlash will be so strong from the public that they will then drop the it before OJ, it gets if we did, if I did it. That's right. That's uh, right. USC coach did create a fake uh, crew profile for Lori Laughlin's daughter, yeah. and he's pled guilty, so yeah. you were right. Unbelievable. I mean, just say I screwed up. I wanted my kid to get in because she's a dumbass and she couldn't get in and <laughs> right. I screwed up. No, I, I mean, you need to say bad things about your kids. Her but. kids know that they're morons. Okay. Yeah, they um, are morons. Poopers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They didn't one of them used to used to put on her social media about how much she didn't even want to be there? Yeah. Yeah. And this just in, she was making a ton of money being an influencer. Guess what? Your daughter didn't need to go to school. She could have done that, had a fine little career for herself. She didn't need to go to school. It was also you would look better, Lori Laughlin. And look at you now. I'm so mad at Aunt Becky. She's so a sociopath mad. and a bitch. Just saying. This is Bob from Chattanooga. Go ahead, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what was that? Why did you play that? Who was that? Why did you play that? You're on the air, Bob. Go ahead. <laughs> Why did you play that? <laughs> no, when we were listening to the <laughs> French pr Prince guy, it just reminded me of Bob from Chattanooga. <laughs> Remember he called it. I thought he was going to talk to Dan or something. I thought he was going to go on to do that again to tell the story again. Play it again. This is Bob from Chattanooga. And that's all you have. That's it. That's all I have. I'm sorry. What did you use? 
do this that. This is well placed. <laughs> I'm, I'm, guys, I'm, I'm running out of shows, and I want to play all of the audio that I have before but I go. try to make so, it make sense. So I may, oh. just, I may just have to force some of it in. I'm sorry to say. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> all right. So first, Chattanooga. Oh, wait. Hold on. I found some more. I found some more. Okay. Thank you for taking my call. This is Bob from Chattanooga. The hour is coming. All that are in the grave shall hear his voice. There you go. Wow. He's the hour's coming guy. Okay. Oh, hour's coming. All right. There's Bob. How, how you like Bob now? The worst. Terrifying. Way worse. I mean, <laughs> that's the best call we've ever had. I'm so nervous now. This is Bob from Bob Chattanooga. Chattanooga. And then nothing. That was us. <laughs> we all just sat here. That's a throwback, you guys. Being so good GBT. at working stuff in when it makes sense, yeah. that when yeah. it does that, I, we, I don't even know what to think. But then uh, it becomes good again. Well, I believe you get your ass kicked saying something like that, man. Like I said, I want to play all of the audio that I have right. one more time I before I go. I don't think it's possible. This is sure. I feel like we should try it. Yeah. I'm in. All right. Happy birthday. Lena Hetty, Sean William Scott, Tommy Lee. When life throws you a curveball, lemonade. Excellent point. <laughs> Tessa Thompson, Zlatan Ibrahimovic, and Gwen Stefani. You know, uh, if you mess with the bull... Go for the gold. I've said it for years, and that's what's happening. You didn't mess up Zlatan's name once. Thank you. Well, nice. he's my, well, they're he's friends. like my best friend. They're friends. Yeah, best friend. Yeah, we have like the best friend charm that you split in half. Beef fries. Mine says beef fry, and his says Saint Anne's. What was the last? When was the last time you hung out? Oh, last summer when I met him. That one time. So you that met one him time. Once. Yeah. Uh, but he's my best friend, Gavin. Right. On your drive home today, listen to Stryker and Klein's commercial-free 5 p.m. hour. Random act of helpfulness from the SoCal Helpful Honda dealers. Tomorrow morning is all new Kevin and Bean Show. We've got Cheers with Mugs. Oh. We have a new fast food report. Mm -hmm. We have uh, it's hockey season, so we have yeah, Ryan Getzloff. Fantastic. The Ducks on the program. And we have Keep It 100 because it's Friday. It's Kevin and Bean. K-U-Rock. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion.